Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what what's new? Uh, where where's J Dubs? He's out partying. Uh, that son of a bitch. How did he work that out? It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. J Dubs is out at the Hideout Happy Hour. Patty McGee's Irish American Bar right now for the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. Full liquor, smokers welcome, Hideout drink specials all going on now. 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. So if you're anywhere near there, you want to go say hi to J-Dubs. They're giving out prizes every 20 minutes, having a blast. It is the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Uh, you have one mission and one mission only, and that is to be somebody. So you uh, pick up the phone and you dial 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Chunks, the executive producer of the Hideout, is here, and he is manning the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Uh, that is Tommy Bateman, our director, on top of the talk and roll controls, and responsible for the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. We've got Gibbs, the unpaid producer, who screens your phone calls, and also, here in about uh, 15 minutes, we'll do the Hideout Headlines game show. You heard the headlines during the Phillips file, you turn them into prizes with the Hideout Headlines Game Show here in about 15 minutes. If you want to go ahead and start lining up for the game show, because it does get packed, uh, you can do that now at 407-916-1041, Remember, when you call, ladies are first. Ladies are to the front of the line. Chivalry is alive in the Hideout. Matt Albert is also out with J-Dubs at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. Um, again, on Loma Avenue behind the Mellow Mushroom. Matt Albert out there. I believe he was the designated driver. Mm, good luck with that. And I believe, I mean, they made it there. They did make it, although we will check in with Dubs in a couple of seconds. <laughs> a lot of drunk people make it home, too, somehow. Somehow he's not drunk. It's just a sugar high, what he has. A it's ni- like sugar coma, the way he drives. A nice, uh, a nice sugar high. Um, so anyway, we got a lot to get to this evening. It is Thursday night in the hideout. That means the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Chunks Fat Man Diary will happen during the second hour of the hideout. Uh, third hour, it was so popular last night, we'll do it again tonight. Uh, during the third hour of the hideout, that's the wrestling theme game show between what will probably be a drunk J-Dubs and a sober Tommy Bateman. Uh, in addition to that, uh, this evening too, since it is Thursday, we'll do Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend. Gibbs takes a look at all the happenings here in Central Florida, and we'll cue you in on those uh, coming up. Um, we may even do it earlier than the fourth hour of the hideout, depending on how everything goes. And, as well, we're supposed to be checking in 
with uh, the Gin Blossoms, who have a show coming up uh, Saturday. Uh, is it Saturday or Sunday night in ta- uh, down in St. Pete? Sunday night. All right, Sunday night down in ta- uh, in uh, St. Pete. So we'll t- check in with the Gin Blossoms, probably during the first hour of the hideout. And thank you to Billy the Phone Freak for hooking that one up. Let's check in, though, uh, with, uh, with J-Dubs. Dubs. Dude. <laughs> What's Why are you guys bothering me on my day off? It's not your day off. Huh? You, I'm at a bar. Yeah, but you're but you're working. Patty McGee's. I know. All right. Come on out. All right. You, are you drunk already? Well, I'll tell you a few things. All right. Hold on. First of all, Patty McGee's, Dubs, and Matt Albert out there right now. It's on Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. Real easy to get to. Not too far from 436. Right there, uh, Fairbanks, that whole uh, road, Aloma Avenue. Giving out prizes every 20 minutes. Why do you sound so hammered already at 7:05? Well, not only do we have the hideout. Uh, oh my God! What going on? What was that? Huh? Hey, you <laughs> calm down. Take it easy, my friend. Wow. All right. All right. I'm I'm taking you it. Hearing easy. me? I hear you. All right. Not only do we have the hideout, hurricane shooters going on out here. Liquor Joe is out here. Have you met Liquor Joe? I, I did meet Liquor Joe one time when I went out to a meeting at Patty McGee's, and he is a great dude. I know he knows our buddies uh, Buckethead and Bull over at Real Rock. He's the only bipolar, recovering alcoholic uh, liquor rep that uh, will uh, hook you up with uh, some uh, some uh, drinks out here. We've got two bottles of vodka, one grape, one uh, citrus. And uh, free for all heretics. You just come up and say you're a heretic, and you can get yourself some uh, nice vodka. All right, so they got vodka going on out there. Can you bring some back, please? Hey, we've already got it hooked up. Okay, you are so wasted. Yeah. Hey. How, how did the drive uh, out to Patty McGee's go with Matt Albert, who's the DD? Thank goodness. Surprisingly, not that bad. Uh, what I did, I took the initiative of uh, telling him, hey, all right, we need to be in the middle lane here. Get to the left lane, get to the right lane. You have about three miles before I have to take a right. Make sure you do that. So if you tell him, if you basically drive for him, it's not that bad. Well, and that's good because he needs to get used to the driving. He had some issues earlier this week, almost killing Chunks and Bateman when they went out to truck having. Yeah, did he did he stop at the in the middle of the fork in the road this time, Dubs? No, this time he made it through it just fine. I think he's getting better. But uh, we still have to go home in the dark, and his uh, eyesight is not that well. All right, here's the thing. Why don't you drive? Why don't you go ahead and take the keys and drive back? I think I should. <laughs> All right, people, I'm already getting this on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Does uh, alcohol make Dubs' tongue swell even more? He's barely uh, audible. Hey, do you want me to answer that? Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. What did, <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? Yes. <laughs> Dubs, are you having yeah. a good time at Patty McGee's? It is a blast out here at Patty McGee's, my friend. Are you outside right now? We're outside, yeah. All right, so you guys are outside out there at Patty McGee's. All right, well, we'll check in with you soon. Hey. What? Love you, man. No, you don't. I right, isolate hey. that. Hey. I- isolate. Hey. hey, hold on. Remember, happy hour, 11 to 7 out here. 11 to 7. Do you yeah. love me, Dubs? Hey, and uh, every night, my, uh, Monday through Thursday, 11 p.m. till 2 a.m. out here at Patty McGee's. Do you know that? It's Patty McGee's, not Petty McGee's. Dude, you were so drunk and incoherent. I thought this was Tom Petty's bar. No, it's not Tom Petty's. It's not a Tom Petty bar. It's a, it's the Irish-American bar right there behind the Mellow Mushroom. 
Well, even the losers can get lucky at Patty McGee's. <laughs> what does that even mean? Even the losers get what? lucky sometimes. Is that a Tom Petty song? Yes, it is, Hefe. Hefe? Should I come out here and sing karaoke on Sunday nights? Uh, you... They have karaoke starting Sunday night. I think you absolutely should. Why don't you go... Baby, and... even the losers! Why don't you sing a little right now? Get lucky sometimes! Alright, I gotta let you go. Alright, my head hurts already. Why? Because of you and your drunkness. Hey. What? They have Texas Hold'em Tuesdays. Okay, alright. Dubs is out of Patty McGee's. Patty McGee's. Free to play. In Winter Park. And apparently Liquor Joe's out there, and you guys are, uh, if you're a heretic, you get free vodka, apparently. Mm hmm. <laughs> Alright. Yum, yum, yum. I want some. Alright, thank you, Dubs. Where are you going? All right, we'll talk to you. I got to do a show. What are you doing? All right, I'll talk to you later. Hey, hey what's new? All right, what's new? 407 916 star singular wireless phone. All right, is that your way of figuring out whether or not you're too drunk to drive by just kicking out the phone numbers? No, I thought you needed help, man. I don't need any help. Actually, kind of, you're, an, you're an anchor right now. Why? I thought we were having fun. Now, you're having fun out of Patty McGee's. You are having fun doing the hideout? I'm, I'm, uh, right now I'm trying to wrangle my, uh, drunk friend. You're wearing Wranglers. Okay, I'll talk to you. And I'm not mm -hmm. wearing Wranglers. I haven't worn, uh -huh. I haven't worn, uh, Wranglers since, like, the fourth grade. Then I had to move on to Huskies. You should try. They have, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. did the commercials. I hear they're looser fitting. Okay, we'll talk to you. Mm hmm? Alright, we'll see you later, buddy. What's now? Alright. All right, 5,000. 5,000. Wow. All right, this is the thing. I love I love the Patty McGee's Hideout Happy Hour, and it just appears that whoever goes out for the hideout from 6, because it goes from 6 to 8. Yeah. So Dubs has been out there, and Matt Albert have probably been out there since about 5.30, Exactly, because you got to avoid traffic, and you get started early. Now, whoever... It seems whoever does it that w for the week just gets obliterated from 6 to 7. Yeah, that's how it was last week. I think Matt was probably like six drinks into it at 6.30. I didn't even think to ask Dubs how many drinks he'd had. Any guesses? They're, if they're giving out free vodka. By the way, it's a full liquor bar, Patty no, McGee. No now, here's the thing. Dubs, he'll go in there with the sense, I'm going to be responsible. But somebody's going to come up to him, and it's going to be just like Back to the Future, Colin McFly, Butthead. Somebody's going to go up to Dubs and say, be somebody. He's going, what the hell? Now, here's the thing. Dubs kind of created the whole be somebody thing because it works on him. Whenever Dubs tells you to be somebody, that's pretty much the fact uh, that he wants someone to tell him back, be somebody. And the thing is, after four drinks with Dubs, I'd say his, his consciousness is gone. He will do anything you tell him to at that point. And no matter what. Yeah. So uh, it just sounds like it's already a kick-ass time at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. That's 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. Dubs and Matt Albert out there right now. Uh, apparently, if you say you're a heretic, you're getting free vodka. Um, in addition to the other drink specials going on and the prizes that are going on out there right now. All right, let's take a break. 
We'll come back. Let's do the hideout headlines game show. We already got people on the line. They'll be first up. Again, ladies, move to the front of the line if they call. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Turn the headlines you heard on the Phillips file into prizes next in the hideout row radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout row radio 104.1. Remember, Dubs and Matt Albert right now are at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. At 2083 Aloma Avenue, Winter Park, behind the Mellow Mushroom for the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. Full liquor, smokers welcome, drink specials, including if you go up. Liquor Drow is there. And if you say you're a heretic, you get free vodka. Uh, according to a very drunk J-Dubs already, who has a designated driver, so do drink responsibly. That's Patty McGee's right now. We'll check in with Dubs at the end of the uh, Hideout Headlines game show. Which is brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Designer sofas normally $8.99, starting as low as $2.99. Wholesale Furniture Market with over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture at 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. Chunks, did you arrange that meeting yet with Joe Dubs or uh, Big Dog Steve? I was going to give him a call uh, actually right now. All right, why don't you see if you can get a hold of them because uh, we have an idea that we'd like to do next week concerning the Super Bowl. And another idea, but I, we need to run it by them first, because from what I understand, they're willing to give us something, and I want to make sure they're cool with what we have planned. Yeah, I want to stop by there tomorrow and look aren't at you, some furniture. Aren't too. you going to get, like, a dresser or something? Yeah, I need a dresser, because <laughs> all my clothes are all over the floor. I've told you that for eight months. I know, but it's getting really bad now. It's the Headlines Game Show on Real Radio. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local. National. World. Sports and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big. Big. Now here's your host. Good. All right, let's start with Glenn in Grand Island. Glenn, are you ready, my friend? Hey, happy happy hideout. Thank, I love that. Happy hideout. It is a happy hour uh, hideout right now at Patty McGee's. Uh, very good, Glenn. World, national, local sports or entertainment. What would you like, my friend? Let's do national. All right, here's national with Gibbs. All right, national is fill in the blank tonight. United States intelligence agencies have been hunting for one of Al-Qaeda's most notorious members, but the hideout has learned tonight that they have not been able to find him for this reason. Let's fill in the blank. Yes. That's incredibly I mean, hard. Well, it's, it's just as long as you get the general reason why they haven't been able to find him. All right, good luck, Glenn. You got any idea? He's hiding on Osama bin Laden's skirt. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think... Is there a skirt involved, Gibbs? No, it's actually the picture on the wanted poster was of the wrong man. Oh, wow. All right, so what's this story? Uh, they had the name right. They had the information right on him. It was just literally the wrong mugshot. And, who, was, and who is he? It was uh, He's like the one of the most like uh, notorious members of Al-Qaeda. And so they had the picture of the wrong dude. Yeah, so they've been looking for the wrong guy the whole time. For how long now? I guess five years? Something. I think, well, this guy was actually like a year and a half. So they've been looking for the wrong dude the entire time. Yeah. You know who wouldn't have done that? Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer would have had it all straight. There's no way. He would have found him after like a day. You know what Jack Bauer also wouldn't have done? What? Screwed up recording 24, then the shield, and then lost three nights in a row. I take it that happened to you? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, it's Matt Albert. He's rubbing off on everybody. <sighs> uh, literally. Spike! <laughs> Spike in Buena Vista, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. You ready, Spike? Yeah, you guys should have a drum roll effect with that last joke. <laughs> Let's go. All right, here we go. World, local, sports, or entertainment? Uh, I'm the maestro of entertainment. Let's go with entertainment. All right. 
Let's give it to the maestro Spike. All right. Uh, the entertainment question is true or false. Sources deep inside of the hideout have told us... What is this new gimmick that you're doing making... All right, you know what? Sounds we'll talk, painful. We'll talk about it later. Go ahead. The right. gimmick does suck, by the way, but go ahead. All right. Sources deep inside of the hideout have told us that there is a possibility of Jennifer Love Hewitt doing some work for Playboy. Not just any work, nude work. True or false? Ironically enough, this is true, and fanboys everywhere can rejoice. All right. You are correct, sir. Hold on, Spike. Congratulations. You are the maestro of entertainment. Uh, Matt Albert ended up getting us that link, and she is in the talks yes. to do a, a, a nude posing for Playboy, right? Yeah, it was apparently in a Star magazine, and it's just kind of a rumor now, but... Uh... A rumor's better than, you know. Now, according to the story, though, wasn't it because she was looking to get more serious roles? Yeah, I, get, I don't know how that works, but that was her, that's the claim, is that she wants to get more serious roles by posing in Playboy. I think she sort of wants to go the Halle Berry route of Monsters Ball without actually being that explicit and on film, you know. This way she can sort of, you know, I like this angle better, use that one. Now, because of the size of her boobs, which are natural, right? Yeah, they're natural. She only has, like, a very small window left to go ahead and pose before they really begin to sag. How old is she now? Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think she's about our age. Actually, you know what? I think we might actually be even a year older. All right, so then she's all right, then. I just wonder if they're going to have enough room for her forehead. Because here's the thing about Jennifer Love Hewitt. Banging body. And I'm not going to lie to you. I love the movie Can't Hardly Wait. It's one of those uh, guilty pleasure movies that I have. However... The size of her forehead weirds me out. I can relate. Because you have an incredibly large forehead? Yes. Here's the problem. Hers rivals yours. Hers I only is sexy w- and cute. I only wish you had her boobs. We could work something out. No, we can't. How are we possibly be, possibly able to work that out? It's a, does it like I, when you say something that gives, does it look like he's absorbing it? Or is he just kind of like just bouncing off that fat head? Because you can say anything to him. He's kind of smiles like... Yeah, man. I see that. What's wrong with that? Yeah, you're right, dude. All right, let's go to uh, Chase in Merritt Island. You're next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. World, local, or sports? What would you like, Chase? Uh, Let's go with world. All right, here's world news with Gibbs. All right, world is true or false, and I'm going to not get these names right. Hamas top official told Palestinian leader Mohammed Abbas today that the Islamic militant group is ready for a partnership after defeating the ruling Fatah party in parliamentary elections. True or false? Uh, sounds true. Uh, it is true. I like how it sounds true because he can't pronounce any of the word. Thank you. Hold on, Chase. Alright, from what I understand... Alright, by the way, update. Good job, Tommy. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt Born February 21st, 1979, Waco, Texas. I forgot she was a Texas girl. Um, Waco, by the way, an awful, awful place uh, in the United States. Uh, however, so Hamas ended up winning the election. And I guess this is bad news because the United States, along with other, I think even Israel, consider them a terrorist organization because of the bombings. <laughs> now, here's what's kind of the problem. That's kind of what happens with the, when you get democracy. Like this is this was the democratic process working in uh, as far as the Palestinians are concerned, and they voted for what is alleged to be a um, a terrorist organization. <laughs> Don't you think, as the United States, 
we have to now respect them and work with them because they were voted by the people? Or otherwise we look like hypocrites with what's going on in Iraq? No, we'll start bombing them too. That's what I'm thinking. It's just up next. So no matter who you vote for, make sure you vote for the right people. Otherwise, we may have to invade. There's a lot of small writing when it comes to these constitutions. A lot of stuff you don't know about. And if it doesn't agree with the U.S., then you get bombed. It's as simple as that. Make sure that you are voting for the people that we say uh, you should vote for. And there's word on the down low that the United States was giving money to the other group that we were in favor of that Hamas still ended up beating. Uh, Dennis and Altamont, you're next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Local or sports? Local. All right, here's local. All right, man, local is true or false. Uh, the Hideout has also learned tonight that the father who punched a teacher's aide who had been accused of sexually harassing his daughter was in fact lied to by his daughter and no such assault had been committed by the teacher's aide. True or false? Absolutely false. Oh, man, that's absolutely true. Yeah, that... Oh, that is absolutely... Ah... <laughs> Sorry. All right. Now, I I got out of the gym work from working out uh, and playing basketball, and I think I heard, and I was in the middle of checking messages on my way home, but did the Berg Show talk to this guy today? I don't know. I, I called a few people, and they... I thought they were talking to this guy today. I know... Not- it said that a local radio station had called him the father of the year. I don't know. I, I really need some confirmation, because I didn't get the chance. I think it was around... When did I get out of the gym? Like 1.15, 1.30. And I know they were talking to somebody, and I'm pretty sure they were talking to this dude, and I'm just wondering if they were talking to him before or after this word came out. Because you got to think, this is huge. So, Gibbs, do you have the details on this story? Yeah, I guess what happened was is uh, the chick was, was on the second story at her school of some building, and she poured a, a can of, of, of a soda onto some other kid's head. And I guess the teacher saw it, you know, told on her, got her in trouble. She got detention or something? Yeah, she got the, she got detention. So she goes and tells her dad that uh, the teacher's aide has been, you know, touching her, being a little uh, mischievous during detention time. Okay. And uh, I guess, so the dad comes down to the school, walks into the little detention class, and just drills the guy, just punches him right in the face in front of all the kids. <laughs> I'm almost positive the Berg Show was, I, hey, Tell him to get the phones and not and the people who won can well wait. Yeah, and then the story that came out today was that uh, the girl had actually uh, lied to her dad just to get the teacher's aid in trouble. Now, didn't she get her friends to to uh, collaborate? They all collaborated on this story together. Yeah, she got all of her like little girlfriends to say that that is what actually happened, and one of them, I guess, finally broke under pressure and told them she made up the whole thing. I, I gotta know if this was the same guy they were talking to. Because I don't know when this when this update came out. By the way, I got to tell you about another story that happened in the Tampa area. And just real fast, I'll tease it for you. I want to give you the details. But this kid, teenager, beats up his grandmother <laughs> because she won't give him $100 for beer money. <laughs> All right? So, I know it's awful. No one, I can't believe it. Why is that awful? You should never hit your grandma. Sometimes uh, no, it's deserved. never times. $150 maybe. All right, let's wrap up the Hideout Headlines game show with Candace in Orlando. You ready, Candace? Yeah. All right, you're left with sports. So good, oh, yay. So, so good luck. <laughs> All right, you. sports is fill in the blank. This golfer shot a 69 today shortly after learning that his wife had been taken to jail for involvement in a drug ring and involvement in an, in an illegal gambling operation. Uh, pass. 
the pass. <laughs> I'm sorry, Candace. You were left with the fill in the blank on sports. I'm sorry, sweetie. I wanted to let you guys know you were great in the newspaper. Oh, thank you. I appreciate and that. And congratulations. I, I really do appreciate that, Candace. Thank you, sweetie. It was, actually, uh, it was actually John Daly. Yeah, John Daly. And honestly... For uh, for any dude, isn't that have to be the per- that has to be the perfect day? Oh yeah, I'd be so proud all your, day. Your chick goes to jail, and you're out there golfing, and you score a 69 on the golf course. And hey, maybe he'll get something uh, afterwards, another kind of 69. Conjugal visit. Uh, 407-916-104. What she adjo- she's in jail for like a. Allegedly, I guess she got convicted. I think it's a drug ring. Yeah, she's in a drug ring and a illegal gambling operation. So it wasn't just like petty theft or something like that. She was tearing it up. And the only thing that he's smuggling is uh, Twinkies uh, in the back nine. That's his thing. All right, let's go to uh, ladies first in the hideout. Susan, what do you got, Susan? Hey, you guys don't have to worry about Jennifer Love Hewitt. Those things are fake. All right, are you sure... I am, because when she was on Party of Five, one season she was flat as a board, and then the next season she came back with melon. But now, hold on a second. But she was a teenager then. She could have just hit puberty. Oh, no, she was They made her tape them down for a while. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, because she was on a TV show called Birds of Paradise in Hawaii before she was on that show. And she was even getting well-developed back then. All right, all right. Hey, thank you, Susan. I think you're wrong. Thank you, sweetie. All right, Smack Daddy in Orlando. What you got, Smack Daddy? Hey, I was listening to the Buck Show today, and that was the guy that they were interviewing, and he uh, more or less kind of said that he went down there and confronted this guy with it, and the guy kind of, you know, sat back in his chair with a real smug attitude, like, yeah, you can't do nothing to me. And I think at that time, it was when he hauled off and drilled him. All right, but did they, but had the story come out yet that the that the girl was lying? No, not yet. Oh, but, wow. He, he was telling uh, Shannon that, that my I know my daughter has never ever lied to me. Oh, he said I, and she she would not lie to me ever. Oh, all right. Hey, I and I also got confirmation from uh, Grace and Sales who was listening. All right, I do want to pick this up. Uh, we're also going to talk to Jesse from the Gin Blossoms. Hey, thank you, Smack Daddy. Appreciate it, all brother. Right, Quick break. We'll come back. We'll chat with Jesse from the Gin Blossoms. who have a show at St. Pete uh, coming up this Sunday at the State Theater. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Again, right now, Dubs celebrating a hideout happy hour. Patty McGee's Irish American Bar on Aloma Avenue in Winter Park. Full liquor bar if you say you're a heretic. Apparently, Liquor Joe's out there with free vodka. Coming up this Sunday at the State Theater in St. Pete. And I go down uh, from Orlando to St. Pete all the time to check out shows. Um, out there, uh, coming up on Sunday, the Gin Blossoms, and joining us in the hideout right now, Jesse Venezuela, the uh, guitar and did some vocals. Jesse, thank you for yeah. holding patiently, man. I appreciate it, brother. Absolutely. I'm sorry we were running so late. Uh, no, no, no problem. But I, it got me curious because I heard your your bump before. And what's the deal with the the uh, the teacher getting beat up by the by the dad? Alright, so here's the story. If you're really interested real fast, just, uh, here's, and this is, I don't know if this is something you could even begin to relate to, because I'm sure, uh, I, so here's, here's what goes down in the uh, St. Pete area near where you guys are going to be performing on Sunday night. So, I love St. Pete, don't get me wrong. Girl, uh, gets in trouble for detention apparently, pours coke on someone's head. And then she, uh, so she gets mad at the teacher's aide who tells on her. And gets with her friends to make up a story that the teacher's aide touched her. 
inappropriately. Mm. So then the father goes over into the school, I guess, during school, and punches the teacher's aide in the face. Now it comes out that the uh, that the girl was lying. And uh, they have it on camera that while she was allegedly being touched at the exact same time, teachers on the oh, other side of the building. So That's uh, a bad story. Just a little bit of what's going on uh, here in Florida, Jesse, for you guys and the Jim Blossoms. Well, you know, I, I have my Uncle Pete in St. Pete. <laughs> and um, hopefully he can give us more info. Yeah, I'll, I'll call him on Sunday when I get there. All right, now, ginblossoms.net, uh, the website. Uh, of course, all the hits um, that we uh, everyone knows, and you guys are having been around yeah. I, since '87, and now you guys are back on the road. You guys did take the the break there. What was it in '97? You broke up the band for a little while. What happened with that? Uh, you know, I think that uh, the singer really wanted to try something else for a while. You know, it's tough to it's tough to always be with each other. So you know, we all kind of just took off for a little while and went different directions. Uh, but we've been working together again for about four years now. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Venezuela from uh, the Gin Blossoms, they have a show at the State Theater in St. Pete coming up this Sunday. Uh, what did you do during that time? How did you keep yourself busy? Did you go work with some other bands? What, what was some of the stuff you did? Um, I worked with um, uh, Stevie Nicks, um, The Calling. Right, oh, okay. Um, uh Craig Northey. I did some TV writing. Uh, I, I worked on, the, on a lot of different albums, did some tours, and just a lot of record producing and guitar playing, that sort of stuff. All right, so now you guys, uh, what what was it you guys get, that made you guys decide, hey, the Gin Blossoms, we're getting back together four years ago, you guys decided getting it back together and going out again. Was there anything in particular? Uh, you know what it was? Honestly, it was um, uh, our old label put out a Greatest Hits package, and... Uh, at the time that happened, um, a bunch of interest came up for us to do some shows, and uh, it just worked out. And right. I think there was a New Year's Eve show or something. I don't know, a bunch of crazy stars lined up, and we got back together. Well, that's cool. You enjoying it now, being out on the second tour of duty with the Gin Blossoms? <laughs> tour of duty. <laughs> yeah, you better attach bayonets. It gets a little heavy. Yeah, uh, and you guys have the uh, full body armor, so it works out. Uh, no, but, hey, no, brother, it's fine. It's a good living. Uh, absolutely. Again, this Sunday, the Gin Blossoms at the State Theater in St. Pete. Now, Tommy, our producer, uh, has a couple of questions for you. Go ahead, Tom. Well, I just remember watching an MTV interview where they get, kept uh, kept having uh, uh, the singers talk about how you guys want to make good music, but you're really here just to sell millions and millions of records, and they kept cutting back to that. And I know you guys, I don't know exactly how many records you sold, but I know Everyone in 92 and 93 was listening to you guys. How many people come up to you each show and say, I lost my virginity to your CD? It's got to be tons of people. Did they, they lost their virginity to our CD? Yes. Well, thankfully nobody. I mean, that would be a really un- uncomfortable conversation for me. <laughs> it would. You'd be like, Honestly. Uh, you know what I would say? You're really creepy. <laughs> that's, that's really inappropriate. You should probably just get away. Uh, did you have to change the sheets? Uh, what, did, what did you have <laughs> well, to Well, let me be the first to say. How old were you? I, uh, why would you think I care? That I, sort of stuff. Hold on a second. It's good seduction music. All right, Tommy's about to have a revelation. Did you lose your virginity to the Gin Blossoms? I'm sure yeah. it was playing at one point. Actually, I know it was playing at one point. Wow. That was it, so. It's an important song for you. Thank God. All right, yes. here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, I'll say it for uh, Jesse. That's creepy. 
Why would you? Why would you tell the guy? You're just mad you didn't. Uh, why would you tell the guy? Uh, yeah. I'm thanking him. Uh, I mean, it really did cross the line, don't you think? I I apologize. Uh, yeah. Coming oh. up this Sunday at the State Theater in Saint Pete. I'll uh, come to Arizona. Uh, the, the the Gin Blossoms, GinBlossoms.net, Jesse Venezuela. Uh, so what do? You, well, I remember it was it was uh, the girl I was dating at the time. She's like, oh, there's this band called the Gin Blossoms. And I was like, okay, whatever. And she's like, they're from Arizona. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I heard it, and I was like, actually, I really kind of dig this song. And then every song after that was really, really good. So it just kind of worked out my favorite. And you just figured, hey, let's pop this in. Let's have sex during this. Yeah, literally. Okay, great. All right, I understand what you're saying. Let's uh, not digress. Come on, guys. <laughs> Uh, so the show uh, in St. Pete. Now let me ask you, because it's the the hits, do you ever get tired of uh, playing like Hey Je- Hey Jealousy or Find Out About You or any of the other hits? No, no, I don't. I'm thankful for those songs, I'm and sh- sh- and I think your uh, producer is too. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. I think he owes me a few dollars. Apparently, I got him late. How about use condoms? Can you just pay you in that? Ow! Don't be crude. Uh, I'm sorry. We're talking about a very beautiful thing here. <laughs> How has the music scene changed from when you guys were getting together back uh, in 87 to now? I mean, as far as you know, new albums and getting stuff out there. I mean, has there just been this... Uh, this uh, this incredible change for you guys that you've noticed and how you've had to kind of mix things up a little bit? Well, we just finished making a record, and it'll be out, I think, in April. But I think the major difference in the record business right now is that I think it's definitely much harder for a young band to make anything happen right now. I think that uh, the business seemed like it was easier when we were coming up. Who found you guys? I mean, was there any kind of thing where you guys are playing a, a local gig and then somebody hears it and passes it on to a record rep? I mean, was it a I, very long process for you? Um, it was a couple of years. What happened for us is a, an arts journal back in our hometown um, recommended us for um, a, a big music convention in Austin, Texas called South by Southwest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then from that, uh, a gentleman... Who a gentleman who saw us there recommended us for a gig in New York City at the College Music Journal, which at the time was a big deal. And uh, from there, the buzz started, and we started getting a lot of trips, uh, visits, and trips from A and R people, and then we got our deal. But that's what I mean. Wise, it was easier for us because those sort of avenues really don't exist as strongly as they did back then. Yeah. The CMJ convention is not as strong as it used to be either, either South by Southwest. I don't even know if they're signing bands like they used to. Yeah, I know, and it just seems like everybody is kind of doing their own thing by re- releasing their own songs on their websites, MySpace. Uh, yeah, which which is a pretty righteous thing. I think they're doing it right. I mean, you you can never you can never diminish the spirit that wants to get out there and rock. Yeah, yeah, especially when you feel like you're making something that's worthwhile with something like music. Well, Jesse, uh, thank you for joining us in the hideout. I'm sorry that Tommy creeped you out, but the show is uh, at the State Theater coming up this Sunday. Maybe it was the video that was on, and I was staring at his like short, dark hair. Okay, just, stop you know. already. That's too much. Jesse Venezuela from the Gin Blossoms. Gin Blossoms. JimBlossoms.net. I, I, my, my girlfriend Jen at the time thanks you too. I, uh, I, pre- take care. I appreciate I, it. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, all right, let's take. Uh, let's talk with Dubs real fast, and then we'll talk to Cabin Boy about the uh, the whole situation with that Tampa dad. I think it was wasn't it in Tampa? I believe it was in Tampa. 
Dubs. Hey, why'd you put me out with the gin blossoms, man? No, because I'm embarrassed of you right now. Why? They sing that whole song, Hey, Jodeci. No, it's not Jodeci. Hey, Jodeci. It's Jealousy. Jodeci is another I R&B band. they were big fans. Dubs. Yeah. You're out. Where are you right now? I'm at Patty McGee's. Patty McGee's Irish American Bar for Hideout Happy Hour. Uh huh. Hey, big news about Patty McGee's, my friend. What's that? On uh, on uh, June 29th, the Dart League starts up, and guess who's running it? Who? Jake the Mechanic. Hideout Heretic. Hideout Heretic. Jake the Mechanic's running the league. Yeah, and he's out here right now partying with us. Oh, kick ass. Yeah, so it's all good times. Oh, yeah. He put, uh, he put the whole CK thing behind him, or KC, or... CJ. HJ. Uh, Heretic. All right, Dubs, okay. we got to take a break and move on from you, okay? How long? Why? Are, how much longer are you going to be out at Patty McGee's in Winter Park? About an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm okay with it. Why? You stay as long as you need Why to. Why haven't you called me? That means I win the wrestling game by default. We're, yeah, maybe we'll, do it, right now? maybe we'll do it with him on the phone. Now, I don't hate Sorry, you. I'm just man. trying to do a show. We have breaking news that we're doing. What news? All right, turn on the radio and you'll find out. I can't right now, man. I'm at Patty McGee's. Dude, why are you whispering? Dude, I'm outside and there's a bum. Okay. All right, push him over. All right, Dubs. We'll Go hit him. We'll chat with you soon, all right? Soon as in when? Soon as in whenever you get back. Aww. All right, you can call later then. Call later from Patty McGee's. Are you going to stay longer? I love you guys. I'll do whatever you guys want me to it's do. Inc- do I want you to hit the bum hard. <laughs> it's incredibly uncomfortable, dude. Why? Because, what have I done to you? Because you're so drunk right now. Man, I, I do nothing but Here's what you should fun. do. Walk back. Walk? Mm-hmm. It's a long way. Well, or right on the hood as Matt drives. Be a hood owner. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hood like uh, what the Ku Klux Klan wears? All right, we'll I talk to Matt you. Matt would be a, ha- a fan of that. Man. All right, we'll talk to you. <laughs> See you huh? later. 5,000. No, no 5,000, man. 5,000. 5,001, we're hanging out. All right, bye-bye. Two thousand zero zero. Tell me. Five thousand. How does that song go? All right. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. If you're on screen phone calls, whatever you want to talk about, we'll do it now. Then we'll get to Captain Boy from the Shannon Burke Show uh, re- talking about the uh, the dad and the teacher and what what all went down uh, in Tampa. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. It is the Hideout on Real Radio. 104.1. Let's go to uh, Melanie in Deltona, who's been waiting patiently. Go ahead, Melanie. Um, I listen to you guys mm-hmm. every day, all day. Sweet. And um, you guys are great. But um, I tried to call a bunch of times today and couldn't get through with Shannon. Uh-huh. And somebody um, that called in was... Saying about girls and being molested, you know, things like that. He actually had an interview where people were calling in and asking the father different questions because supposedly, um, the the father who was alleged who allegedly hit the uh, teacher. Pardon me. The father who hit the teacher. Yes, um, 
um, one of his children, you know, smokes marijuana. The other one well, is, I mean, I is don't, pregnant, and you know, I don't know his if, kids I, are extremely honest. Blah I, blah blah. Yeah, I don't. So I mean, I don't know I that. Say, hurry, was, hurry, sweetie, you're that, slurring a little bit. Oh, what I was going to say was that one person brought up the fact I have. Two boys. All right, all right, wait. I can't hang through you. I'm sorry. I know you waited patiently, but I mean, I tried. I Three re- seconds in. I really, really tried. Was that Dubs putting on a girl voice? Well, the thing about that call. Okay. Uh, let's go to Wilson in Tampa. You're next up in the hideout. What's up, Wilson? Hey, hey, say my question is off topic, but it is okay. No problem. Hey, hideout. Anything goes. What do you got? Uh, all right, I got a dilemma with my wife. Uh, Leave I her. Promised her. Oh, I sorry. Promised her the tickets for the for the monster truck show this Saturday. Okay. So I go and uh, call every ticket master around in Central Florida. They're all sold out. Oh yeah. Here's the thing. And Wilson, I'll be perfectly honest. I was in with the monsters this morning, and. Uh, you know, and I heard them talking about how it sold out down there at the, uh, I believe it's at the Citrus Bowl, 70,000 people. And yeah. so off the air, uh, Russ and I were chatting, and I was like, I'm a little worried about getting tickets because you guys said he was sold out. And he goes, oh, well, go see uh, Panama Jew, who works back in marketing, does this whole thing, and he can get you tickets. So I go and talk to him. He can't even get tickets. Apparently the general manager for the Clear Channel, like the big boss here at Clear Channel, uh can't get tickets for this thing. So wow. it, it, I th- it's complete. I mean, I think the best bet is maybe trying to head down there and see if maybe, I mean, if, since it's sold out, scalpers. Knock someone out and take theirs. No, you can't do that. But, yeah, no. dude, I, it is pretty much because I wanted to go now, and I, I missed the ball on it. It's uh, it's too late for, you know, for me. And even if the, if the big boss here can't get tickets... I'm worried about uh you know other people being able to get them. Yeah, Gibbs. Yeah, I was just gonna say rumor in the redneck community has it that the only way you're gonna get them is through scalping. Yeah, people. it sounds like scalping is the only way. And I didn't. I mean, originally the tickets are like what twelve bucks. They may even be going yeah. for higher now. So it's one of those things. I'm sorry, Wilson. I don't know what else to tell you other than that. All right, brother. guys. That's cool then. Thanks a lot. Hi, right, brother. You know how you might be able to go see it. You could go work the event. You could work the event outside because I know the monsters are doing their signing from four to six, but I think they're outside before they take the tickets. I don't think they're. Actually... I meant like go be like a vendor there, like carry the. Uh... I'm, I'm pretty sure they're hiring for that. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, but then you're working. You're not. But actually... you can watch. You no, you're working. Well, if you get hired and then quit that day, you're already in. Uh, I quit and then I... hide inside in the bathroom. I can't do this job. Now, if you're hiding in the bathroom, Gibbs, how would you watch the show? <laughs> Well, you come out of the bathrooms with a mask on, and nobody knows. All you're going to hear is, uh, <clears throat> but very much, very much muffled. And that's just Gibbs' thing. He likes toilets. <laughs> if you go to realradio.fm, you can see that. Steve and O'Callie are in the hideout. What's up, Steve? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? All right, brother, what you got? Uh, I'm just curious. Maybe you can help me. Uh-huh. Uh, look at, I'm trying to figure out the name of a band that when they play, they put a big screen behind them and they play really they, they show really weird strange uh images all right the band that pops to mind to me because i'm a big fan of them is tool tool if, that's if, it that's that's the one all right thank yeah. you man you betcha um tool puts on an amazing live show and are you th- sure he wasn't talking about def leppard no it's not def leppard 
You sure? Uh, Photograph. But Tool puts on an amazing live show, and they uh, they do a whole thing where they've got you know background and there's videos going. Yeah, on. they don't have a one arm drummer though. Uh, no, but they have Maynard, and that makes up for it. Uh, hideout, you're on the air. Hello. Oh crap. Uh, who is this? Can you keep a secret? Okay, this is UFO Phil, UFOPhil.com. Yeah. Um. Okay, stop breathing into the phone, you son of a bitch. Go I'm ahead. not. I need to talk to the hideout. This is the, you're talking to us. You're on the air. Is this Al Huffington J Dubs? No, J Dubs isn't here. He's drunk right now. Patty McGee's. Okay, I need your help because you guys are in um, you're in radio, which is a lot like television, and I need your help for something it's a project not, that I'm working on. It's nothing like television. Yeah, but I need your help for a project. It's very important. What's the project? Can you keep a secret? Yes, I can keep a secret. Okay. Stop breathing, you son of a bitch. Stop breathing into the phone. I'm going to hurt you. Uh, a friend of mine is trying to get on the TV show called Survivor. Okay. And he told me that if I could get him on the show through my connections with you guys, because you're in radio, which is almost like television. It's not anything like television. Then if he could get on the show, that he was going to bring me as his luxury item. And I really want to go because I really could use the money to help rebuild my house that burned down from my HDTV when it exploded. All right, I know your house burned down. I'd like to help you, but I don't even know where to begin. Okay, you're in radio, which is a lot like television. It's nothing like television. And stop breathing into the phone. If you watch television and you close your eyes, it's exactly like radio. What's your What's your friend's name? I can't tell you his name, but he's really trying really hard to get on Survivor. Okay, and you know, I'm done with you. Thank you, Okay, Phil. well, just call Survivor. Call Jeff Probst and get him on the I show. I don't know him. Yeah, you do. Hey, Phil, uh, I asked what? you a long time ago what happened to Rogueness 3, and you said he was sick. Is Rogueness 3 still sick, or were you just lying to me? No, I was not lying to you. Rogueness 3, is, he was very sick at the time. I'm not saying that he is now, but at the time, he was very sick. I don't lie. Okay, all right, I got to go, Phil. You're killing me. Okay, make Send that call. Send me the shirt. I, I, Get back to me. Uh, no, but... but okay. Hi, that you're on the air. Who is this? Great. That's how the greatest entertainer in fake radio history is treated. I gotta follow Crazy Martian Boy. Alright, is this Paranoid from the Cosmic Circus, thecosmiccircus.com? Yes, it is, El Jefe. How are you, sir? I'm a little upset with you because you're posting an open letter on uh, hideoutheretics.net. It uh, has been edited by uh, the Nazis over there. You know, I thought I had a nice little group of friends over there, but nobody likes me, and you know why? Why? Because of your show and your phone screeners and all this uh, uh, top-secret stuff going on to ban me from your show, yet you go ahead and plug the trilogy of, of fact. All right, the trilogy of comedy, which was Cicada, Matt Albert, and Tommy Bateman. How do you get behind something like that? Uh, well, I mean, they wanted to cut a demo for weekends at Real Radio, and we let them do it live on the air. Unbelievable. And yet the greatest entertainer in Internet radio history gets banned. Magically, my calls don't get through after the last three months. I had to foil your phone screener tonight just to get through. Okay, you know your phone calls are always welcome. I thought we were friends, El Jefe. I bought you a pizza a few months ago. Oh, you and son of a bitch. No, you didn't. You called in the pizza, and you made our intern Putin pay for it. I don't know anything about that part, but all I do know is I expected a little more respect 
uh, you know, for one of the greatest entertainers in Internet radio. I, what is it? Is it you proud of that? What is I don't know how that's some sort of an accomplishment. It's a very... Maybe you're right, but still, I'm trying to break into real radio, and i got to sit back and watch Cicada, Tommy Bateman, and, and what's the other guy's name? Matt Albert. Right. i got to listen to these guys try and get a weekend spot on real radio. What, what? about Perry? What about your buddy Perry Noid? I thought we were friends. Can't you guys help me out? I thought you were happy on internet radio podcasting. Um, yeah, we got a podcast out now, but my my goal is to own real radio as well as fake radio. All right, do Craig, this. Craig, just be happy with All what right, you have. Don't do that. That's not even fair. Wait a second. Is this Bateman? <laughs> yeah, that was Bateman. Yeah, yeah, this guy was nothing more than a paranoid groupie before he decided to follow Hefe around in Washington and become a producer. Be lucky I made your career, son. All right, here's the thing, Perry. I We got to go. We're late for a break. I tell you when you can call every night when it's uh, Hey Hideout and it's unscreened phone calls. Then maybe... I got more to say about this, so check out uh, what's that magical message board? Uh, ha- uh, HereticsHideout.net. That's right. I'll be I'll be posting a follow up there. All right. You yeah. haven't heard the end of this, Hefe. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Tommy. What were you going to say? No, I just say it's HideoutHeretics.net. Oh, HideoutHeretics.net. All right. Thank you, Perry. No, the good one. See, All right. see ya. Elfish. All right, we got to take a break. We're so late. Get Cabin Boy on the phone. Let's get to the bottom of this and what happened today. Um, biggest Seahawks fan in the world next. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Real fast, John in Orlando. What's going on, John? Hey, guys. Hey. Was that girl from Deltona that called? Yeah, that was a girl from Deltona. All right, it's, I just want to get six words and just a small comment. Mm-hmm. The most boring, retarded bitch. Never. <laughs> Please call back, you drunk boy. All right. Thank you, John. Yeah, she wasn't. Um, I tried to give her a chance. I don't like to be too mean to the caller, so I'll give him a little extra chance. Didn't work out. So joining us on the phone right now in his Stephen Alexander, uh, Sean Alexander jersey. Um, the man, the myth, the legend... Mr. Seahawks, Cabin Boy. What's going on, Cabin Boy? Biggest Seahawks fan in America. Did I hear that right, Tom? <laughs> My radio was cutting out. I don't know. Uh, or I'm sorry. Uh, I think I missed you. Uh, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? We're, uh, we're good. Actually, Dubs isn't here right now. He's out at Patty McGee's just drunk as hell. Uh, I heard him uh, I heard him stumbling over his words before. And we, here's, the, here's the odd thing, though. He usually stumbles over his words, so you can't really ever tell um, whether or not he's drunk. All right, so Cowboy, I knew I, w- I just left. Uh, I was leaving the gym listening to the show today, the Shannon Burke show, and I heard you guys chatting, I guess, with the father uh, that the big news is about, the father who apparently went in and punched a teacher that his uh, daughter accused of touching him. Do you have this? Do you have the story on that? Yeah, um, I heard you guys talking about it. I don't know if I have a lot more information than what you said, but the short and the skinny is that he went into the school because I guess his daughter said that this teacher was touching her somehow, but she, he wouldn't really get into the specifics of what was going on. So I guess all the fathers went down and had a meeting with the principal about what's going to be done, what has been done. And I guess the principal told them he wasn't guilty yet. They were still letting him teach. They were just going to have to wait and see. And her dad slipped out, walked down, and he was the teacher was in the middle of teaching a class at the time and walked into the classroom and just punched him and knocked him out, I guess. 
So. Wow. Okay, so now the update is that uh, it has been confirmed that the girl was lying. Yeah, that is unbelievable. So apparently the real story is that she was on the second floor or something, and she had poured out some Coca-Cola onto another student, and that teacher busted her, so she got to, together with her friends to make up the story that he had been touching her. And apparently one of the friends uh, cracked under the pressure, and it all came out. Now, from what I understand, the guy, when you guys were talking to him this afternoon, how did he sound? Um, he was uh, 100% convinced that his daughter was telling the truth. He kept saying that he knew his daughters, and they would never lie to him. He was saying his one daughter um, smoked weed, and he asked her, and she was honest with him. His other daughter got pregnant. She was honest with him about that, and he was... I mean, his kids weren't angels, but he kept telling them how honest they were, and so oh. very, very convinced that she was telling the truth. All right, just because they had admitted to smoking weed and getting knocked up, all of a sudden you can trust everything they say. Exactly, uh, exactly. Obviously can't trust them to say no or use a condom. So, <laughs> so Cabin Boy, what are the chances, you guys, do you think you'd be able to score them tomorrow for the Shannon Burke Show, get a little follow-up? Yeah, we're going to try. Uh, it was really hard to get a hold of them today, but we're definitely going to try and talk to him um he the the he's probably not going to want to talk about it because he wasn't really allowed to say much as it was because he's the assault charges are pending on him right now so wow and now and then you gotta figure that uh because of this whole thing now he's not only is he going to get brought up on the assault charges there may even be a lawsuit involved where he's going to get sued for money because his daughter uh, lied to him yeah, and it, I mean, and regardless, even if the guy did touch his daughter, I mean, it seems pretty evident that he's going to get assault no matter what. So. Oh man, well that that was a good score you guys getting him this afternoon. Are you a little worried? I mean, have you talked to Shannon at all about the news and what you guys are going to talk about tomorrow on the Shannon Burke show? No, but I'm sure we'll be coming out of the gates with it tomorrow because <laughs> we did today. So. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. All right, Cabin Boy. Hey, thanks for the update. Hold on, Dubs is on the other line. You want to chat with him real fast? Oh yeah, I'd love to talk to Dubs. Dubs. Why are you guys talking smack? Who's talking smack? You guys said I was talking all over myself. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> you were so drunk, Dubs. Oh, no, I'm good. No, you're not good. You're... I had fun at Patty McGee's. I, are you guys on your way back? Hey, vasectomy boy. Uh, what is that? Why the vasectomy boy bit for cabin boy? I don't know. I just find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dubs. We bring hey, my Cabin Al back in tomorrow, buddy. Huh? <laughs> Listen to this. All right, Cabin Boy, thank you so much for joining us in the hideout. I'm going to let right, you go. Hey, Cabin Boy, what's new? All right, thank you. All right, thank <laughs> yeah. you, Cabin Boy. Dubs. Yeah. You're an embarrassment okay. right now. Why? Because you're so drunk. I am not. Why are you? I'm good. Why are you whispering? I don't know. I figured it was a good time to whisper. Are you guys back on the road now? I'm the horse whisperer. <laughs> what well, is you that? are riding with a horse. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, hold on a second. Hmm. Giant Brian, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Giant Brian? Hey, uh, is Mr. Clooney still on the phone? Mr. Clooney? Yeah, uh, George Clooney. I'm a big fan of his. I wanted to uh, know what it was like working with uh, Ice Cube and Three Kings. Word. Oh, boys. Thank you, Giant Brian.
Stubbs. Yeah. Are you heading? We're on our way home. Home. Or to the station. Are you going to come back to the station and do the show? Oh yeah. Can I beg you not to? You want to just go and take the I'm ready to rock, man. I'm ready to be funny. I'm bringing the funny. I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Five thousand. All right. Uh, Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hey, uh, CJ says that she needs a date to the Super Bowl of uh, Motorsports. Coming up this Saturday, she has an extra ticket since uh, Herichick, very hot one. Since she and Jake the Mechanic broke up, and she she may call in a little bit later on. Maybe we'll see if we can find her a date. I think Jake the Mechanic's free. Yeah, yeah I mean, no. He's single, I know that. Okay, they just broke up. That's the thing. Oh, well, that works out well. It's not. Okay. HJ's nice. Um. So, anyway. All right, so the whole thing happened there in the Tampa area about the dad and the, the, the daughter and all that kind of stuff. Here's another story that went down. And let me let me just tell this to you. Um, deputies say a 16-year-old boy has been arrested for beating his grandmother with two by four for refusing to give him a hundred dollars for beer. If that isn't the single greatest headline um, in news this year, then I don't know what is. Think about everything that goes into this, okay? Just for one moment. 16-year-old. Um. Key phrase, beating his grandmother with a two-by-four. And then to sum it all up, to put a nice little bow on the on the headline, uh, for refusing to give him beer money. So apparently, the 16-year-old goes into his uh, grandmother's bedroom and asks her for $100 for beer. When she refuses, he allegedly placed a razor blade on her throat and demanded that she take him to the bank for the money. So then, um, apparently he then grabs a two-by-four of wood and hits his grandma a bunch of times on the back. Then, allegedly, he grabs a three-foot piece of three-inch PVC pipe and hits her on the head, neck, and legs numerous times. Then uh, I guess his caseworker shows up. So he's 16 and he has a caseworker. The caseworker shows up until the cops can get there. And apparently he made a whole bunch of stuff about, you know, talked a whole bunch about how he was willing to kill his family. Did he videotape it? No. Damn it. So then... Uh, apparently, and I, here's here's the worst part of the story. The 16-year-old comes from a troubled family, you think? <laughs> His mother is in prison on cocaine possession and sale charges. I, I'm going to put it out there like a little guessing game. What do you think his dad is in uh, prison for? You'll never get this. But I'm willing to even... This is maybe the greatest... Now, it's an awful story because he beat up a grandmother. But as far as, like, this is a newscaster's dream, this story. Any idea of what the father is in jail for? Meth. No. Worse than drugs. Chunks, you got a guess? Uh, I give out a prize if somebody knows it. 
407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Running his car into a McDonald's? Pretty random. No. Spying on the girls' uh, volleyball team? Well, we've all done that. Punching a teacher's aide? No, it's not. It's two different stories, Gibbs. As the assistant news director... Punching Gibbs? I wish. So anyway, the 16-year-old kid... Now, I got the feeling this won't be the last time that we hear from him. The the 16-year-old kid with a family history like this. Apparently, the grandma um, is taking care of him and his little brother because the mom is in prison on cocaine possession and sale charges. And um, his dad is serving a 15-year prison sentence, and that's what we're, uh, we're taking your guesses on, what the dad did. And if you get it, then I'll give you a prize. Let's go to ladies first in the hideout. Kristen, what do you have, Kristen? I'm saying child molestation. Guess. Uh, that is not it, however. Uh, very good guess, though, Kristen. That's not why he's in. I've, here's the thing, and here's the reason why I'm making such a big deal out of it. The, the, the reason the dad is in prison, it like sums up and just makes the story maybe the greatest story uh, of all time. Can you can you give us a, a hint at all, or would that give it away? Um, no, I can't give you a hint. I'll take a couple calls. If you can't get it, I'll tell you. Lewis, what do you got, Lewis? I'm gonna guess he was beating up on his mom. That's probably a good guess. Uh, that's not it, though. I don't. That's not the one. Alex, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Alex? Uh, let's try the the good old rape. Uh, no, it was not. It was not rape. I will um, say it kind of involves sex a little bit. Mike, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? Yeah, the kid's dad was uh, physically abusing uh, his mom and and. Sexually abusing her, too. All right, no, that's not it. That's bestiality. No, it's not bestiality. All right, let me tell you. Because I'll, I'll let these other ones. Tony, what's yours, Tony? Hey, what's up? I, I'm just going to say it's for beating up a cable guy, but since you say it's sex-related, uh-huh. it got to be he mouth-raped chunks. <laughs> no, that's not it. All right, let me go ahead and just tell you. This is what makes, this is the kicker on the story. Uh, the father serving a 15-year prison sentence for manslaughter after choking a prostitute to death in 2002. Does that not officially make this? And again, it's an awful story. I feel bad for the grandmother, that poor grandmother. She caused it all. Possibly. You think about maybe the way that she raised. Of course. But one more time, let's run down the facts of this. 16-year-old kid beats up his grandmother with a 2 by 4 for refusing to give him $100 in beer money. Not only that, but he allegedly placed a razor blade to her throat and demanded that she take him to the bank. When she wouldn't, he also grabbed a PVC pipe and beat her with that, too. The cops show up. Apparently, it's a troubled family because the mom is in prison on cocaine possession and sale charges, and the father is serving a 15-year prison sentence for manslaughter 
after choking a prostitute to death in 2002. It just sounds like an episode of Springer. It is. You. I don't even think you could write this. Like when you look at the entirety, this is like this is the background story for something like Natural Born Killers. Where this is this is Mickey and Mallory and how they uh how they came up. The kid's not in jail. He's in jail now. He already has a caseworker, dude. I don't know about that beating up your ground. Oh, that's cool. No. Strangling the prostitute. Mm. Depends on if she's good looking or not. No, that doesn't. No, it doesn't depend at all. Minute too late, man. You're in the hideout. Hey, Jorge. Yeah. Hey, I got it. I got it. Did you choke a prostitute? Oh, dude, you're a minute too late. That guy's good. If you're the dad and you're not in jail and your son beats your mother, what do you do? Like, who do you side with? You know, do you side with your mother or your son? Depends if she cooks well. Does he care if he's choking out prostitutes to death? Okay, it's you, not as this guy, if it's you. Yeah, I would never even imagine hitting my grandmother. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up in about 30 minutes, we'll do the uh, Hideout Door Price Blowout, continuation of the wrestling themes from last night. You don't have to know the wrestling themes. You just have to pick your pony. Who will get it first, Tommy or Dubs? Um, John and Claremont. What do you got, John? Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. Since uh, Dubs isn't around, I guess I'll I'll be the one to ask the important question here. Uh, Where does black kids steal the two by four? Oh, from? come on. Why be racist? Come on, uh, John Dubs oh. substitute. And actually, it's not a black kid. It is a white kid. Scariest white kid I've ever seen. No neck. Pudgy. And just looks mean. Looks like he's lived one hell of a life and he's only 16 years old. Darcy in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Darcy? Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know that kid has a caseworker, not because he's a criminal or has a criminal history, but because he's in DCF custody. Which because is, his parents are in jail. What's DCF? Department of Children and Families. Ah, okay. So his so, caseworker, well, and my husband's a caseworker, his, his caseworker, his job is, is to protect the kid. And to you know, to give him a placement until he's either reunified with his family or emancipated. Oh, thank you very much for the info, Darcy. Appreciate no it. Problem. All right, sweetie. How are you too? Um, Ladies first in the hideout. We'll go over to Sierra in Melbourne. What do you got, Sierra? Well, you know, that kid kind of pisses me off because I lived in the same situation as he did for a long time. Uh, my mother was in prison for actually possession and intent to sell of crack cocaine. And currently is absconded her parole and is on the run somewhere. I didn't have a father, and my grandmother was gracious enough to take me and my sisters in and, and raise us. And you got to think about that, too. Just like the grandmother's probably thinking, oh, wow, you know, my kids did this, that, and the other. I got to take care of their children. So it is probably out of the goodness of their heart, you know, and that's what a grandmother's for. And then the kid is going and beating her up for beer money. It's... Well, yeah, and, and, you know, and I know that it, it really put her out because, you know, and she said this a lot, I raised my own children, why am I raising another set? Oh, yeah, you do hear that all the time. Hey, thank you, Sierra, I appreciate it, sweetie. Um, But you got to admit, there are reasons to not like a grandmother. Never to beat her. You never lay a hand in your grandma. I don't think. Oh, look who walked in. Hmm. Hmm. Hello. What are we talking about? Breaking some old bitch's hip? 
Let's go here. Smack her around a little bit. All right. Come on, Shock Jock. Behave. Shock Jock. <laughs> At least he isn't saying, you know, what he said in the car. Which was? It involved knives. Let's just say that. What, Psycho? No. I'm not Psycho. You're so drunk. He's dude. psychedelic. That's what he was saying. I'm not, I, I, think you, I got think the punk. Here's he was one. singing the whole time here. The whole night. This is payback for you, Matt, for how drunk you were last I wasn't week. singing. I was. You muttering. like my singing, man. You told me that. I don't feel like hearing Tuesday's Gone again. With the wind. Ugh. My baby's gone. It was the Days to Confuse soundtrack the whole way here. Oh, jeez. Train roll on. All right, now, here's a reason to not like your grandmother, and that's Malto meal every morning for breakfast. Because I don't know about your grandma, and I never even liked Malto meal, but it was always slop. Now, my, my breakfast with my grandma was the uh, bag cereal. You know, she never had enough money for, like, the box. It was never Raisin Bran. You know, it was... Bran and raisins. Yeah, yeah, it was bran and raisins, and it came in a white box, and it usually said Albertsons or uh, Safeway or something on yeah. it. Yeah. Right, here's another reason to not dig your grandmother so much. It was Captain Chomp. Uh, $10 checks for your birthday. Not my grandma. Twelve fifty. <laughs> Never a good number. I had a friend who was telling me that uh, her grandma... Or her grandparents, every day, like every birthday until she was 10, would give her $50. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Then when she turned 11, it was $11. What? Then $12 for 12 and 13 and so forth. See, those grandmas deserve to be beat up. I don't that A grandma never deserves to be beat up, Dubs. Yes, they do. Try me. Try me, Grams. How about this? Uh, reason to hate grandma for not having cable. When you, yeah. When you're growing up... Anyone. Uh, when you're growing up as a kid and your grandparents don't have cable. I don't know how many times at my grandma's house I watched an old tape of the Velveteen Rabbit. <laughs> that was the worst thing in the world. Playing with, with these wooden blocks that were not even bought. They were, uh, bought. <laughs> whatever. They were, they were old pieces of her deck out front. And they're just leftovers and I had to play with them. Uh, that was the thing about whenever you go to your grandparents' house where, alright, I guess I'll go play in the backyard in the dirt. Since I'm not going to be able to watch uh, Double Dare on Nickelodeon, I'll go play next to the propane tank. <laughs> yes. Big white and yellow propane Why tank. Why is it every grandparent always has a propane tank? Absolutely. 407 916 1041, 888 How about this? Now, you guys can't relate to this, but growing up as a Latin kid, every Saturday night, I would have to watch the world's longest game show, either on Univision or uh, Telemundo. It's this game show that, I'm not kidding you, is on from, I think, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock at Mm -hmm. night until like 4 o'clock in the morning. What were they trying to win there? What was the, uh, the basis of it? It's just this one guy with a whole bunch of hot chicks, and they're playing games... And they're doing skits, and if any Latins out there know what I'm talking about, that was a reason for me to hate my grandmother, because that's, every Saturday night was that. A thing about Grandma's TV was, it was probably a 19-inch, 
and it always had the flip channels, like where the UHF and the VHF were on different uh, different levels. And to get the channels in, you had to press in the center of it and tune it. I forgot about that. Bastards. And this was in 1996, if it's your grandma. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's annoying you. You're a senior in high school. That show you're talking about, isn't that the one with like the hot chicks and like the little baby pools? I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy. And they're not wearing any clothes. That's a good show. Those no. are all uh, shows on those channels. But there's one specifically on Saturday night that I'm not kidding you is like eight hours long. Never got to watch the Golden Girls because this show was on Saturday. What's with grandmas and the only thing they serve is Jello? That's dessert for everything, Jello. And if you were really lucky, you get the Jello with the little orange slices in it. That, or you had the flavor ices. Mm-hmm. And so you just, you're growing up as a kid, and you got about 17 flavor ices just, sitting next to you and your Nintendo. Just biting the uh, top off of them and having it spill all over you. Doogie Tarantino, you're in the hideout. What's going on? Gentlemen, how you doing? All right, buddy. I, I don't know about your grandma, but what I remember of mine is that she smelled like vitamins and urine. And how do you keep from beating that up? Are you <laughs> or licking it. I, I don't know which one I wanted to do more. Stop already. And your grandparents, I don't know about yours, but they never get you the name brand one. It's always like, it wouldn't be flavor ice. You like icy flavor or yeah. some some knockoff that you could get in a bargain there, bin at Walmart. There was never. I I my mom I, my grandma used to get like these things from uh, the. She used to hand out these big uh, uh, boxes of food to the homeless, and she would skim off the top. So what we had were like cans of beets with white labels that just said beets across it. That's awful. Uh, let's go to. Uh... Diana uh, and Claremont, ladies first in the hideout. What do you got, Diana? Hey, I was totally laughing at that because my grandmother always watched that damn show on Univision. Yeah, it, it was Saturday nights. Do you even know what the name of it was? I'm trying to remember because now they replaced it with comedy shows for men like La Haula and stuff. All right, but yeah, there was obvious. There was always something, and it was all freaking night long. Right on, dude. El Gordo and E. Flacca. No. Damn. Uh, Gabrielle? Gabriel. Gabriel in Orlando. What do you got? I think the show you're talking about is called Sabado Gigante. That is it. Sabado Gigante. What that, does that mean? That is the one. Uh, Saturday. Big big Saturday night, I guess, yeah. right? Giant. Something like that. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not uh, Hispanic or anything, but for some odd reason, I always used to watch that show. I Because, I mean, here's the only thing about it, if you were, like, a teenager... Or you're growing up and you're kind of in that age where you're kind of starting to dig chicks. Is the chicks were incredibly hot on it, true, but true. it was the longest show ever. Thank you, uh, Gabriel. How many jogging sessions would you go through watching that? I know, right? Uh, Stephanie, Winter Springs, you had it too. You knew Sabado Gigante. Of course. You know what the weirdest thing was? Was I was I was just thinking about that today. I was like, I watched that damn show every Saturday night with my family. And wasn't it the longest show like ever? <laughs> That's a bit, like, crazy. I mean, here's the other thing about it, too. Like, I would be like, all right, Mom, you got to take me, because uh, we visit my, my uh, Latin uh, parent, uh, grandparents out in West Texas, and we'd go to the movies mm-hmm. and watch something like Titanic and come back, and the stupid show is still on, like, four or five <laughs> hours later. It's the worst thing. You white folks are lucky. You're lucky for a lot of reasons. You're white skin, <laughs> first of all. That whole white privilege thing. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back at full strength and then some. 
Pepe and Dubs is back from the hideout um, happy hour at Patty McGee's. Patty McGee, great boy. Love it. Had a blast out there tonight. Obviously. Uh-huh. Drunk ass. Huh? Matt Albert's back. Yeah. And also in the studio, our buddy Misfit Matt, hideout heretic. And uh, Kimmy, uh, not Kimmy, Cat, the massage therapist. I'm sorry. I'm just used to you guys are usually, you know, you're together. Um, Lesbians? Mm-hmm. On the down low. All right, K. Yeah, Mike says he hates his grandmother for making him believe that blue was her natural hair color. Um, Why do all old people end up doing that curly, tight-to-the-head type thing? That sure. always pisses me off. It's like, it, why can't you pick another uh, haircut? When you're younger, everybody has different haircuts. But when you're old, it's like you have to go to that one. All right, Jimmy Jam says, uh, I've choked a prostitute and then punched my grandmother in the face to be president of the heretics. All same person. <laughs> Don Francisco, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? What's going on here, big man? Hey, brother. Hey, why do you want to talk crap with my show, Chubbigo Gigante? But no, I'll be the Hispanic person in America watching. Are you ashamed, you chubby little boy? All right, uh, beat it. This uh, Japanese guy? Yeah, I'm not ashamed. And I just remember hating Saturday nights because of that stupid show. It would just, it really, it scarred me in my, um... My grandma would always try to make me go to sleep, but I always try to stay up till 11.30 to see Saturday night's main event, the wrestling, uh, on Saturday nights. Hmm. And By we had way, to go to bed to uh, get up for church in the morning, which for some reason we couldn't go to the noon. We had to go to the 9 a.m. Um, so you guys can watch the Lions lose. Um, here's the big thing, though, Dubs, when it comes to wrestling. Coming up in a second, we'll do the hideout door prize blowout, and it'll be you versus Bateman Nice. in the wrestling themes. Again, you don't have to know the wrestling themes to play the game, so uh, you may even want to get lined up for that early. Um, All you got to do is pick whether it's me or Bateman that will know the wrestling theme. You'll pick your pony. Uh, and, oh, I just hung up on Andy. I was just sorry about that, dude. Um, how about this? Another reason not to dig your grandparents so much. Hmm. Twenty-five cents a quarter for every bag of leaves raked. Yeah, they always gave you the worst amount of money and way way under uh, cutting you on how much it costs actually to do that job mowing the lawn. If they hired someone, it would cost a lot less, and they would get a rider. But you have to do it with a small push. Right. And 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 it's not only that because you know back then your grandparents had like a lot of land more than likely or at mm. least bigger than most people have nowadays huge yard and it's uh for every bag you get a quarter you know and it'd take you like five or six hours when you're on your weekend you just want to relax and you have to sit there raking leaves or cutting the lawn and not only it gets you ready for marriage and not only did you have to cut the lawn you had to rake the grass up after you cut the lawn I never did it. I just figured, hey, you know what, it'll be fertilizer for later. And then they get pissed off because there's just big brown clumps of grass in their yard. Ah, here's another reason not to like your grandparents. Pinching your cheeks. I don't know what it is about grandparents and the cheeks. And they can pinch hard. You'd think old people would have troubles with their fingers where it would hurt them to pinch too hard, but they, they love to grip. What about your grandparents, Matt? Uh... I liked him. Sorry. Yeah? Yeah. The only thing I didn't like was my granddad, whenever he got a splinter, he'd whip out his uh, the old knife. rusty knife and just dig in. It's mm-hmm. like going three inches deep. I'm like, it's, it's only a skin wound there, granddad. Why, does, why do grandmas always want to play skip bow? 
<laughs> and I hated you, Skipbo and Uno. I liked Uno, but did you, did your grandfather ever have a like a snotty snot rag? Oh, he had one of those do rags he'd carry in his back pocket. Yeah, he never washed it. No, it was always just full of his old snot. It was red. Like in the beginning of the year, he'd wash it. By uh, July, it'd be green. Here's the thing I remember my, about my grandparents. My grandfather especially would drink all the time. This is the one out in West Texas. Coors Light. I grew up with the Silver Bullet, all right, because of my grandfather. And he would yell the most. Pro- I can't even. I can't say them on the radio because we get fined. But he would yell Spanish curse words at me, and then also saying lo- saying them lovingly, like it was a nice thing. Basically calling me a little f. <laughs> no matter what it was, just you know, come but over. Nicely. Here. Yeah. Get over here, you little f. <laughs> or go get me a beer, you little f, and then laugh. Let's have a little f. And then just giggle about it. Like, it was the greatest thing ever. Did he giggle while he was doing it? Man, that, that's different. It's not even no. Or did he just grunt? <laughs> and you know... S- sweat pouring off his spoon. And you know what the other thing, too, though, Matt brings up about grandparents, which is kind of funny? Oh, you talked about your granddad digging out the splinter. They just make you seem like wusses. Yeah. Because he's getting out a knife, and here you you probably got a same splinter at the same time, and you're crying. Yeah. Yeah. Chewing you on some red man. <laughs> you right. All, you all look at him. He's, Quit whining, you puss. <laughs> Shut up, fatty. Oh, wait, that was just me. Yeah. They, they, no, that's me. <laughs> Everything that you could possibly think of they use a knife for. Like, I had to ask my grandfather for nail clippers, and he, and he, he handed me a Bowie knife. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with these? Because you cut your nails. What do you think? I was like, no, no, they have little nail clippers. And then the same thing, real nicely, he was calling me a pansy. And in Italian, you know, a little little F-ball. Uh, but that was a ball of fun for him. Uh, Justin Longwood, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Justin? Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, dreaded going to my grandparents' house, man, uh, especially with a loose tooth. <laughs> Oh, Grandpa, yeah. Grandpa always used to get a string, tie it to the doorknob, and slam, slam the door. I oh. No way anyone ever actually did that. No, it happened to me, too. Are you serious? Seriously. I would rather be Rufus in uh, bum fights and have someone go over and offer money to pull it out with the uh, pliers than have someone... I did, uh, Was it bloody? Was it just incredibly bloody after it happened? What happened, Justin? Uh, One time I do remember he actually... Tied it to the wrong tooth, man. Oh, oh. get the hell out! All right, that's when you beat them with a two by four. That's when you just go ahead and do it. Ugh. It would actually pop out pretty quick from it. That's awful, man. I couldn't even. I would. You never... could only do it with the front teeth. The back teeth would hurt like a bitch. Could you even imagine doing that to your kid? I would do it. That's the only way I know how. No, go to a dentist. Why? It costs too much just to pull that thing. They don't need to go to the dentist. I remember they always just used to trick me into eating an apple, and then it would it would fall out in the it, apple. And no, then... because when you eat an apple, it just bends back really yeah. far. That's even worse. Oh. I can't believe that. I thought that was like some sort of a wives' tale or something. No, it, the it was slamming real. the door, slamming the, the door with the with the string round uh, tied around your teeth. It was the worst. But he got it out the quickest. Uh, James and Sebastian here in the hideout. What's up, James? What's happening, brother? Hey, dude. Hey, I'm a new listener. Your show rocks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, my, my uh, grandpa's from Cuba. He's still alive. 
And, uh, Congrats. Bro, Congrats. I had a, what's that? No, go ahead, buddy. I had a, uh, a wart on my hand, on my left hand, right right below my uh, index knuckle. Mm-hmm. Thing would never go away, man. I mean, do anything to it. And uh, one day, he's uh, smoking a Cuban cigar, and, oh. and he fires that cherry up, grabs my hand, and just... All right, you know what? Then that's it. What do you do then? Did you punch him in the throat the no, way he deserved dude, to be no, punched? Dude. He, he, he gave me the ample warning, you know. And and again, you know, f ball, pansy, the whole thing. <laughs> Did he at least and give you a little swig of whiskey or something to say, here, this will help dull the pain? He, he gave me a little, little, little toke off of his uh, slimy cigar. That, that's about it. That's this, all I got. This is what I do to the back of your grandmother's neck when we play a whore. What, a slimy <laughs> cigar? That, or put it out on the back of her neck. I'll give her my slimy cigar. All right, time for the hideout door prize blowout. Call now. Be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. You're getting in the way, Dubs. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just step back a little bit. You're getting, you're lying down getting a massage as it is. Um, Loving it. Here's what it is. Hideout wrestling theme, or uh, wrestling themes. However, you don't have to know the themes. You have to pick your pony. Who will get it first, Dubs or Bateman? Call now to be a winner in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, time for the hideout door prize blowout. Call right now to be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Some of the prizes that we have include a pair of tickets to Cypress Garden. It's also a spot to play. In the Hideout 2006 Madden Tournament at the uh, it's the uh, Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl this Sunday. Um, player with the highest points, winner, wins a PS2, Madden 06, $75 gift certificate to Movie Stop, and a coupon for 40 wings from Pizza Hut Wing Street. That's the event that's going on with us this Sunday. Real fast, George in Orlando. What do you got, George? Hey, uh, keep hearing this commercial about you guys going to Premier Adult Factory Outlet. Yeah. Who are those two women who are talking on the commercial, though? And are they going to be there? Um, Those are actually, one of them is in traffic, and the other one's the sales lady, our sales rep. Because uh, they sound hot. Uh, and, uh, someone's lonely. He, no, no, but here's, here's the thing. He's right. They're very naughty. They are. Uh, very naughty. Very uh, naughty. And uh, there's a very good chance that they will both be out there, George, and I hope that we will see you out there. It's Friday, February 10th. Come out there, the naughty boy. My birthday. <laughs> All right, here we go. Again, you do not have to know the wrestling theme. You are picking your pony. Who will get it right first, J-Dubs or Tommy Bateman? This was so popular last night, we uh, decided to bring it over for a second night. I think drinking will make you more uh, more strong with this. I, I think it's stronger is the word. Whatever. It obviously Deal with it, my it, friend. It Deal with it. <laughs> It doesn't help with conjugation for you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to... I'm not trying to get anybody pregnant. <laughs> let's go to Walter Novita. Walter, uh, thank you for holding patiently. You get best uh, two no out problem. of... No problem, no problem. Best two out of three for you, Walter, okay? Uh, All right, now, uh, pick your pony. Who are you going with, Bateman or Dubs? I'm going to go with Dubs on this one. All right, Word. Dubs on this one. Again, we'll play the song. Whoever shouts it out correctly first wins. Here's the song. Ready, Macho Man Savage. Oh, Tommy got it. All right, that's one for Tommy. All right, um, you got to sweep the next two, Walter. Okay. Who do you want to go for this second one? All right, this is. I, I'll go Bateman on this one. All right, you're gonna switch over, hopping yeah. on the bandwagon to Bateman. 
Mr. Perfect. Dove's got it. Oh, Whoa. I'm sorry, Walter. That means you were 0 for 2, and we got to move on. <laughs> I'm about Mr. to knock the gum out of my mouth. <laughs> I just thought that was your tongue. Huh? Dumb. Dubs is shirtless right now. As hot, you loving it? Massage therapist cat is giving him a uh, <laughs> full body massage. He, his nipples are going to leave dents in that. Yes, <laughs> he he's actually on the bed right now. Or mat, or whatever you guys call it. Okay, uh, next up, been waiting patiently. Let's go to Mike and Lake Mary. You ready, Mike? I'm ready. All right, who are you going to? Uh, which pony are you picking, Dubs or Bateman? We're going to go with Bateman. All right, he's going with Bateman on this go-around. Here's the song. Demolition? Bret Hart. Yeah, it's Bret Hart. Yeah. And the Hart Foundation. Yeah, Hart Foundation. Yeah, so, oh, so Hart, I'll too. give it to uh, Mike and Lake Mary. That is one correct. You get another one, you're a winner. All right, next song. Who are you going with, Mike? Bateman or Dubs? Uh, we're going to go with Bateman again. All right, going, seeing if Bateman can bring home the uh, the winner for him. Hulk Hogan. Tommy got it. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations, Mike. You were a winner. This is what Hogan used to come out to? It oh, yeah. into the uh, song we know. Ah. Is Missy going to do other? I think so. All right. Real radio weather. Brought to you by Mr. Elliot. Okay. I just had my hair done. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna try the name. Uh, Inez? Yes. Alright, Inez and Deltona. Here we go, Inez. Pick your pony, Bateman or Dubs? Um, Dubs. Alright, going with Dubs, let's go around. Here we go. Four horsemen? Dubs. Dubs got it. Four oh, horsemen. We're going NWA themes too. Okay. All right, I, Inez. Then you get a. Uh, who are you going with the second chance? Uh, you got to get best two out of three to win. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman, or are you gonna stick with Dubs? I'm gonna stick with Dubs. Going back with Dubs. Here we go. Razor Ramon. Yeah. Tommy. All right, Tommy. Did you see Misfit Matt mouth it to you? No. There's a Blair. If you're gonna mouth, you gotta mouth to me, all right? Yeah, don't do that, man. I don't want any uh, any no controversy. All right, now here you go. Best two out of three. So I, not... I just did that because she picked Dubs. That's why I was so proud of that one. You gotta pick. <laughs> you gotta pick the winner. Uh, if you get this one right, you're gonna win. Ins. Uh, who are you going with? Dubs or Bateman? Dubs again. Three straight with Dubs. Brody Ray Piper. Dubs. Ah, you're a winner, Inez. Congratulations, sweetie. Hold on. Hang up on her, Gibbs. <laughs> Why? <laughs> she won. Not in life. You just weren't quick enough. Mind Hot you. Rod. Mind you. He always sucked anyways. What? He was my favorite. I hated him. Why? I never liked him. You like Piper's Pit? No. <laughs> He's like David Lee Roth of wrestling. Why? He's, He's a rambling, ever. rambling jackass. All right, let's go over to uh, Jose in Dade City. You ready, Jose? Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, pick your pony, Dubs or Bateman? Dubs. All right, here's Dubs. Papa Shango? Nope. Nope. 
atom bomb. Dove's got it. Tommy, you didn't even look like you had a, any sort no. of an idea. That was during the phase where I wasn't watching wrestling at all. This is my biggest phase. All right, congratulations, Jose. <laughs> Bragger. <laughs> Pick again. Royal Rumble for Sega. <laughs> Dubs or Bateman, Jose? It's Dubs. All right, go on, stick him with Dubs. <laughs> my, no, no, no. Who is that? I think we uh, almost said it in unison. He's, Dove kind of started it, but Tom got it out first. He, Dove's mumbled it. I think because Dove started first, Dove's wins. Congratulations, Jose. You're a winner. Hold on. Dove started it. Just because you're able to spit it out faster doesn't mean. Hand down the ring with Virgil and Erwin R. Scheister. Damn right. <laughs> All right, let's go to Dan and Dundee. You ready, Dan? All yeah. sleeveless. All right, you going with Bateman or Dubs? <laughs> Let's go with Bateman. All right, here's Bateman. Bateman, only. it's the uh, wrestling theme of Dubs versus Bateman in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Come get on, Godfather. Tommy. This Good is job, I, when I wasn't watching. All right, that's one correct for you, Dan. All right. Let's, uh, let's stick with Bateman. All right, stand with Bateman again. Triple H. Tommy. Attaway Dan, you're a winner. And Attaway Tommy coming back strong. Are these original songs? Mm -hmm. This is a uh, Motorhead. Yeah, yeah, Motorhead. Okay, so maybe this was just a song that he liked. That he wanted. Uh, they made it for him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's a big Motorhead fan. Okay. Who is? Obviously, Triple H. Lemmy is God. <laughs> Let's go to Dan in Orlando. You ready, brother? Yes, sir. All right, here's uh, Pick Your Pony, Dubs or Bateman? Bateman. Sticking with Bateman, who's on a roll right now. Ravishing Recruit. Dubs. What Dubs was that? got it right. Ravishing Recruit. Oh, yeah. All right, Daniel, you get another shot. All you pinheads, shut the hell up. <laughs> And look at a fantastic body. Are you ready, Daniel? Pick again, Dubs or Bateman? Bateman again. Staying with Bateman. Tommy seems to be having trouble. Yeah, this is a rough one. Goldberg! Tommy. Ah, uh, got it right, Dan. Uh, no, 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 Daniel. All right, here we go, Daniel. Hang tight. All right. Now it's time for you to pick uh, your third and final choice. See, the thing was, is I keep thinking WWE themes only. So uh, I knew, I, I knew that one, but I was like, who is that? You right. got me on WCW. I know none of them. Bateman or Dubs, Daniel. I'm gonna ride my pony, Bateman. Come on. Oh, Ow. hot. All right, here we go. <laughs> Bateman beating himself on his head. I know, I know this one too. Dubs getting a massage and drunk. Jerry Lawler. Dubs. Oh, I'm sorry, Daniel. A drunken Dubs getting a massage. He's half-assing it, anyone. <laughs> hey, quick question, Dubs. On on our mm -hmm. uh, wrestling game for N64, yeah. uh, whose theme song was this? Because we were Jerry Lawler's. 
No, 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 for us. Because remember how we... Re- I'm 64. Yeah, it was Jerry Lawler. All right. No, he's trying to tell you, you guys remade oh. the people. Uh, Rage Fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, that's that's a funny insight. <laughs> Let's go to Rick in Orlando. You ready, Rick? Yeah. All right, here we go. You picking Dubs or Bateman? Um, I'll go with Dubs. All right, here we go. Hey, what if I can get it faster than they can? You got to keep your mouth shut. I yeah. tell you what. Hold on. No, hold on a second. I'm willing to throw out this wrinkle, if you actually know it. If you're able to shut it, shout it out faster, I'll automatically give you the prize. All right. If you can beat either one of these two boys, I'll give you the prize. All right, here we go. Don't go so uh, you got it, Tom. Yeah. Too got bad him. he didn't pick one of us, though. Yeah. He oh, did. he didn't end up picking anybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said Screw dubs. the listeners. Oh, did he? Yeah, he said uh, dubs. Are you there, Rick? Yeah. Right. yeah, I said dubs. Yeah, I remember you saying dubs. lose anyway. Was it? No, he didn't. Well, all brash, high and mighty. He didn't lose yet. Well, he's uh, gonna. All right, Rick, who are you going <laughs> with, dubs or Bateman? Uh, I'll stay with dubs. Nice, sticking with dubs. You're going to lose. Ken Shamrock. Damn right. I knew yeah. he was going to get that one. That's why. Sorry, Rick. Yeah, sorry, Rick. I thought you were going to shout out before us. <laughs> yeah. Are you lost? Good job, Mariner. Oh, hey. wait. No, Rick. I Stop picking one guy to hate. Mariner is a great listener of this show. <laughs> Whatever. He's ruined all my games. All right, is this TJ or TL in Orlando? Hello. All right, TJ? Yeah. All right, TJ. Uh, Bateman or Dubs? Neither. I want a handicap match. Me versus those two bozos. All right. I tell you, he's. Right, I'll give you one shot. One shot. If you beat them, you win. Otherwise, uh, you're out. No two out of three. One shot for you, TJ. You ready? Hideout Wrestling theme show uh, on the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Psycho said. You got it. Wow, Damn. TJ. I knew Good that job. was coming through. Good job, brother. I well, thought no one was going to get that. I knew that one. It just it was going to take it took me one second longer. Mm-hmm. Was that one that would be very hard to get? That's I, a WCW one. I didn't know it. I had to listen to it and actually see the title. I had no idea. Yeah, see, that's the, the tricky thing is a lot of these themes you know, but since they usually don't have lyrics with them, it's hard to, like... Because a lot of times with songs, you'll hear a lyric, and you can kind of, like, go from there. But with these, it's just like, all right, who came out to this? Like, I just had cigar sit in my head. Cigar Sid. Matt had him somewhere else. <laughs> All right, here we go, Woody. Hey, what's up? All right, here, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Pick your, uh, pick, let's go pick, Bateman. Pick your pony, pick him Bateman. Oh. Are we allowed multiple guesses? Yeah, go ahead. Is the Varsity Club? No. Nope. No, this is bigger than that. It's not Hacksaw Jim Duggan. British Bulldog? It is British Bulldog. Damn it. Yeah, it All right, you know what? You're a winner, Woody. You got it first. Yeah. Hang tight. And that'll do it for the... You guys got swept in the last two. We did. Let's see you do a trivia game then. <laughs> I will make one. You can't win. <laughs> yeah, have a... <laughs> You have to pick whether it's Hefe or Dro is going to know the answer. 
I like that, actually. All right, let's see. Well, I want to sit here and try to tally who got what right. I'll have to take a break and come back. I actually, again, I think it was pretty even. Mm-hmm. I think that because I did well at first. Right then. when Dubs got on a roll, Tommy came right back and did real well. <laughs> so, and then the listeners uh, were were able to show you guys up at the very end. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got so sidetracked during the eight o'clock hour, we weren't able to get to it. We'll come back and bring you the Chunks Fat Man Diary. The Hideout Rural Radio one hundred four point one. Tonight in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's a very drunk dubs are getting huh? massaged from the uh, hideout, uh, one of the hideout massage therapists, Cat. Coming up, Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, it's time for the Chunks Fat Man Diary, brought to you by Universal Foam, Inc., Architectural Shapes, and sculpture for themed environments. Call 407-568-8914 or visit them on the web, universalfoaminc.com. Now, as a public service, The Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. This is a real bad one. Aren't they all? In fact, I'm kind of a little hesitant to read it because uh, some crazy parts in the middle of it. And uh, this one's going to kind of hit me hard. I'm going to, too, if you don't just start reading. <laughs> June 21st, 2001. Today I finally get to see my girlfriend. We've been dating for three months. What, were you wearing a glove? No, I didn't. I thought these were real stories. <laughs> <laughs> We'd been dating for three months, but unfortunately she moved away after a month. We decided to try the long distance thing. Uh, why do a long distance relationship if you've only been together a month? Look at me. Honestly, no, it's the I, best thing. I'm that... talking on her end. Oh. She was you, a tubby girl. You ever stop to think that's why she moved? Because that's what her life had come to, dating you? She hey, said she moved. When you reach she was that, homeschooled. When you reach that point, do you finally figure out and say, hey, maybe I need a change of scenery? I just, dude, this is a sensitive thing. Now, when she moved, did she move a long way, like to the other side of your sister? <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, Matt? Yeah. That's funny, huh? Oh, boy. Great. Somebody's going to get flattened. Um, all right. Even though I'm young, I knew that I loved her. Even though we hadn't been dating all that long. What the you love Did you guys think about moving in and working together? Nope. No? Okay. She moved to Utah to go to school. And she had only been able to visit me two or three times since she moved away. Since then I told her that I truly loved her. And she meant the world to me. I was all excited. I got off of work early giving up my second shift and ran to the store to buy some flowers. I went to Jiffy Lube to get an oil change and I had the inside of my car vacuumed and the outside washed. And you guys know that's a big thing for me. My car is filthy, so mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is love. That's what that is. 
I gave her a call before she took off on her plane. <sighs> Crap, I don't want to read this part. Hey, love doll, how are you? Did you want her to check your oil? I was into that, the thumb. Mm-hmm. I'm good, she says. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. I don't even know what that was. Don't worry about it. Just read your stupid story <laughs> that no one cares about. Finish dumb things. Everyone hates them. I'm good. I'm a little nervous about the flight, she said. It's okay, I said. Oh, man. I'm... I'll fly the plane with the air of my love, and you'll be safe. <laughs> Shut up. There's no way you said that. Um, actually, that's kind of how I talk, or I used to talk. I hate the old you more than I hate the new you. And that's pretty tough when you think mm -hmm. about it. Unfortunately, I really did. I tried to be poetic because I thought that meant you were more sensitive or something, but I guess that doesn't work. Our love can't be stopped with a plane crash into the side of a mountain. What are you talking about? That's no way to talk to a chick getting on a plane to see you. She said, that's a little odd, but very sweet. Not as sweet as a kiss from the poutiness of your sugar lips. <laughs> okay, are we just going to hear about you and your stupid love talk? I told you this is an embarrassing one that I did not really want to... The odd thing is, I got the same message from him earlier. Hmm. Well, I meant it. You are the Miller Lite of my heart. What? What the hell does that even mean? I, you, don't I even pick, you don't even pick the champagne of beers. Uh, Miller High Life? Mm-hmm. I know. I was in a big drinking phase then. All right, I don't want to... Hey, remember when he kept trying to, like, uh, move up and kept writing poems for you guys, and he always would sign it off? And I was the very hairy vomit. That was poetic. Good stuff there. That was nice. You are the Miller Light of the my very hairy vomit. You are the Miller Light of my heart. When I drink you, I feel buzzed. What? But this buzz. What? what? So you're is talking love. to a dude? You're drinking what? You're drinking him? <laughs> no, it's a chick. When she, I drink you? Yeah, that's romantic, man. Think about it, dude. Does she? That's romantic. Are you? Are, is this an admission of yellow? Uh... Nah, man, nothing like that. What is the drink? It's you a poetic think? term, dude. You got to think on the third level I of like, existence. I like you, salty side up. No, it's nothing like that, man. This is a deeper thing here that I was writing about. Like she's liquid everywhere, Ew. like the Dewey Spring Sky. All right, that's what? All right, that's just third. I wish I had a little bit of you when I did a shot of tequila. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Everything turns gay. No. Is that in the in the? Uh... No. I ate the whole sack. <laughs> oh, she said, "I can't wait to see you." Grabbed my roses from the new clean automobile and went to the gate. I was smitten. You're about to be hitting. I saved up some money, a little more than I had wanted to spend for her for a round trip flight, somewhere around the neighborhood of. $500. It didn't really matter. I would see her momentarily. Or so I thought until I turned on the news. To see a fiery... No, I'm just kidding. No. Not at all. No. No. I would have been... Yeah, yeah, no. I just threw that in. I really hate you right now. I got to the gate and I saw the plane land. I was all excited. Still with my greasy uniform from Ruby Tuesday. Wouldn't matter. It was a large flight. 
held about 120 people. Unfortunately, none of which was my chick. I stood there with the roses and immediately dropped to the ground and started sobbing. To add to the salt, or to the wound, my phone rings. Hey, Alex? Why weren't you on the plane? Well, I was thinking about this whole thing, she says. And it's very strange. We've only been dating, really, for a month. And I was kind of scared of you and didn't know how to break it off. But you're very strange, and um, it's going to have to end. I didn't understand what she had meant. I returned to work sullen with my loss. I said to my boss, hey, do you mind if I pick up a shift? He said, no. I had to go home early anyways. You can close. It's my wife's anniversary. Well, I have some roses you can give her. And that's how that one ends. I I hate this word, so I rarely use it. You fag. <laughs> Come on! Big How's one. that gay? It's a chick! Give me a second. Now, man. how did you earn the extra money? By teaching your sister to ride a unicycle and selling her to a circus? <laughs> oh, Matt, that's a funny one, huh? Thank you. Throwing like a pink skirt Thank on you. her. I wrote it myself. Oh, man. That's why I If she does it well, you throw her a treat and rub her underbelly? <laughs> Man. She's got a propeller on her hat. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chunks, did that really happen? Yes. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, it really did. And uh, I remember it, too, because I just kind of, everyone, uh, you know, at work, I was like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go pick her up and everything. Like, yeah, and, then you, and then you had to come back in your shame. Yeah, pretty much. My shirt was all greasy, and I ended up closing, and I uh, only made 20 bucks that night. Actually, it was like 23, but you got to tip the tip out everyone so and so she knew when the plane was supposed to arrive so she was waiting just long enough for you to realize no one got on the plane to call you and tell you it was over yeah pretty much she let me go through the whole miller light uh analogy thing um you think that's part of the reason why she didn't get on the plane i think she kind of knew beforehand he's thinking about it now um it's kind of creepy but, uh, you know, I... Which airport was this, Dulles? Yeah, it's Dulles, and it was actually before... You could still go up to the gate before September 11th happened, so... It was even worse, because you see everyone getting off, you know, smile. Yeah. Yeah. Not you. And then you see a lot more people getting off, and okay. then you kind of uh, realize... Was there a mop somewhere? <laughs> huh? What? He was the mop. Mm. <laughs> His head was. <laughs> Chunks, when you retell stories like that, how does it make you feel? Uh, not really good, actually, because I'm remembering that day now and how Dulles smelled. Didn't really uh, smell too good. It smelled like kind of bleach. Like your sister. Urine. What are you talking about? Nothing. So when you, I mean, does it make you, because like you're standing there in your outfit, ready to see the girl you're so in love with. <laughs> Alright, this is a different scenario, but yet And then you have the roses this song, this song doesn't help me because this is my emotional song This is a song that That I get upset to this, Dude, you gotta have mercy On people for once, man this Who are you, Uncle Jesse? Have mercy? <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Jesse <Really? laughs> Have mercy It's not cool, dude it's, This is Stop it, Tommy all I could taste is this moment. 
the moment you're going to be with her in a Miller Lite. Yeah, man. Isn't that... You guys just don't get it sometimes. I want you to sing along. I don't know the words. Be Johnny Resnick. Come on. I can't. Stop. Hold on. Don't, nobody sing along. Let him just hear it. It's not cool, guys. <laughs> this is hurting you, a lot. Do you think she knows who you are now, Big Bad Chunks? No. In Orlando? Right. Who mans the instant messenger for a radio show? <laughs> <laughs> Powerful position. You know, the sad thing is, I still have that uh, uniform. It's still greasy. I'm sure it's still tight, too. <laughs> yeah. These songs always remind me of like being reunited with a woman that you love after being <laughs> apart for a while. Dude, come like, on! Like she comes off the plane and you're there waiting for her. And you got flowers. And she runs to you and kisses you. No, not flowers, roses. And there's that guy, that guy next to you who's all alone. No one's on the plane. <laughs> and she's probably giving oral to her new boyfriend and says, Hey, I gotta make a phone call real fast. Pretty much. Was she putting her throat the whole time she was talking to you? No, I'm, I just this is hard candy. <laughs> um, these are good almonds. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand here with the, the shit. Now you guys make it pop. That sucks your shit, man. It's not funny. Wow. <laughs> You sound, like, you sound like your sister waiting for a burger. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the sister, Jeff. Yeah, because she's fat. <laughs> that and hairy. fat, too. Hey, describe the girl. What she look like? Oh, man. She had blonde hair. Roy Orbison. What <laughs> <laughs> does it matter? <laughs> Roy Orbison. <laughs> Hold on. Break it down, Johnny. Hey, did you do that sound, that sad clown walk that you usually do when you were walking out of Dulles? <laughs> did you drop the roses? Hold on. No, real... I told you. My manager took him for his wife. Just listen real fast. This is the worst part. Now, to me, this is when it gets good. This is when you actually can hear your heart breaking. It's heavy. Right. This is not funny. On the queer of the world. Like fun for you guys. Like your heart and your belt. Chunks, I feel bad for you. Can I get you anything like a penis? <laughs> Maybe you should buy him some roses. <laughs> A plane ticket? They were long snaps. Plane ticket. How about a trip to Utah? It's 400 freaking dollars. I got it on Priceline. Well, there is no price on true love. Or broken heart. I don't even know what to say, man. I'm just, I'm surprised at you guys. Why? What makes you think we care about your feelings? Are you new to this show? Yeah. He just started yesterday. I figured maybe sometimes maybe somebody would show a glimmer of sympathy. But no. Never. Not once. 
No, that's cool, man. That, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, roses, whatever. Roses. All right, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe hanging out with me, J-Dubs. Now El Jefe's on the uh, the table getting his rub on. How's it going over there, Jefe? You got to turn your mic on. I did. All right. I thought I was the drunk one. All right, I'm laying down. Don't bother me on my day off. It's my day off. Um. So we just heard the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Yeah, and his uh, ineffectiveness with women. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's because he's so fat and hideous. Yeah, that's a fair assumption. Now, here's the thing about Chunks. He grew up, and the majority of his life is revolved around video games. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of us, too. Uh, in fact, we got a video game um, tournament coming up, don't we? Yeah, we have one coming up this Sunday. Where are we going to be? This Sunday, we're going to be at Movie Stop. Movie Stop in Orlando. We're going to be hanging out there uh, doing a Madden tournament. Uh, you have your chance to go out there and sign up for this. Uh, no registration fee involved in it. You can go out there, sign up for it, and uh, become a part of the big Madden tournament we have going on. All right, well, we're giving away, it's a Madden PS2 tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be giving away a PS2, Madden 2006, uh, also $75 gift certificate to Movie Stop, mm-hmm. and a coupon good for 40 free wings from Pizza Hut Wing Street. It's the uh, Gamer Bowl hideout uh, PS2 Madden tournament this Sunday from noon until 3. Yeah, Movie Stop is located on 2438 Kirkman Road in Orlando. All right, but Dubs, you were giving me a story, or uh, oh, you gave me a story earlier today about the new trend is to play video games and lose weight. Well, yeah, there's a West Virginia school that has uh, started up in their phys ed class using uh, Dance Dance Revolution as uh, part of their curriculum for phys ed to uh, help kids lose weight. I guess uh, kids are all about the video games, so they have uh, kind of put that in with it. I actually saw a video on CNN, too, where the uh, there's this kid. I don't remember how, how fat he was, but he discovered, as they call it, DDR, mm-hmm. Dance Dance Revolution, and played it every day for about a year and would play it for about an hour or two at a time and ended up losing 70 pounds playing Dance Dance Revolution. And they say this is going to be the new trend. You you see, I don't. I don't like that uh, a school will add this in because one kid lost seventy pounds playing Dance Dance Revolution. It, it, you could see this happening for you know uh, maybe a whole subway class because Jared lost all the weight during uh, his whole subway thing, and it turns into a whole spiral thing of hey, one person lost their weight this way. Let's uh, bring this into our school. Uh, here's the funny thing about this kid too, who is a fat ass. They go. He he had been playing video games before he discovered DDR, mm-hmm. like three hours a day essentially, eating potato chips the whole thing. Then he starts playing Dance Dance Revolution and loses seventy pounds, and they say now he's able to maintain uh, his current weight and he hasn't put any weight back on by uh, being active and playing basketball and um, do it, lifting weights and other activities, and so. Hey, why didn't you do this in the first place? Yeah, I mean, why did it take Dance Dance Revolution to get you to lose the weight, and uh, now you're actually doing stuff that's active? How about instead of wasting three hours a day playing video games, you're out there in your neighborhood shooting some hoops, Mm -hmm. uh, burning some calories? Now, Chunks, have you... I would like to see that chubby bastard just his boobs flopping while playing Dance Dance Revolution. Here's what's stupid, too. He is actually in, like, really good now. 
through this DDR. Chunks, have you ever played DDR? I never got to play DDR, but I was a big fan of the Power Pad on Nintendo when that came out. And I, I did notice that uh, I was a lot thinner back then when I used to use it, but I'd play that thing like two, three hours a day. And, I mean, it's basically the same thing. No, I, I would never imagine back then that they would bring in uh, the track and field game for the Power Pad for, uh, for high school gym. I so forgot about the Power Pad. I like that, too. Uh, today in Cross Country, we'll be running on the Power Pad. And I'll be just down there squatting down, hitting it real fast with my hands, winning the uh, the 40 mile. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. You're not even running on it. You're sitting there hitting your hands. And then uh, on the long jump, you hit your hands real fast, and then you lift them off the pad and bring them back down. Or you get your friend. All right, you hit this one, I'll hit this one. And let's see if we can break the record. And it's always cheating, so never. You, you really shouldn't take pride in it when you're able to do it. Uh, Chunks, would you ever use the power glove to touch yourself? <laughs> yeah, I've done it. Well, it had the smooth, it was real smooth. Yeah, so, so the, the thumb ended up brown. Yeah. Some sort of weird fantasy, like you were the bad guy from Inspector Gadget, and you were the cat, just petting yourself? Maybe. Dr. Claw, that's who it was. You're, I'm going to put on the power glove and, uh... Manipulate myself. Dr. Claw's going to punish me. <laughs> I've been a bad, bad cat. Furry Mo. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. So, Dubs, do you think this is going to start some sort of a new revolution uh, now that video games are teaching? Well, this is is West Virginia, for one. Uh, Let's let's put that out there. West Virginia is the most backward state in the Union. They're using video games to teach physical ed, education. I well, just I love the irony in that. I would love to see them teach uh, teach geography with Rampage. You know, you're over there beating <laughs> all the the main cities, and uh, you know you have to keep track of what city's which and which state. Today we're going to teach you the responsibilities of how to hold the job, and we'll be playing Paperboy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, you missed that house. It turns black. They don't want to order from you anymore. Now I have heard. Where they will actually teach economics classes uh, with Wall Street. Remember the Wall Street game that they had on Nintendo where you would go through and you'd have to play Wall Street? I don't remember Wall Street. I remember on the old uh, Apple computers they had the lemonade stand game where you had to uh, you know, sell lemonade, uh, keep it at a reasonable price and everything, and try to sell as much as you can and make as much money as you can within like 20 days. All right, this would have come in handy when I was taking the Orlando Harley-Davidson class if I could have just literally played Excite Bike. Oh, yeah. Five hours uh, in the morning, Monday through Wednesday, instead of actually getting onto a bike. Or you just sit there, you, you, you sit there playing like uh, like Twisted Metal to uh, learn how to drive, you know? Which one's Twisted Metal? Yeah, the one with the big clown truck and everything. All right, I didn't realize that. You know what I saw for the first time when I was out at the Otronicon thing? Um, the uh, Gran Turismo 4. Mm-hmm. And you should have seen the setup they had out there. They had four of these giant big screen HD plasma um, videos, and they literally built their own, um, like, they had a steering wheel, and they had the adjustable seats. Oh, Tronicon going on through the end of the weekend, right, Chunks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, going on the 29th. Uh, you guys are going to be hosting, all right, Dubs, you are going to be emceeing what, the Halo tournament? The Halo tournament this uh, Sunday coming up. All right, Sunday evening, the Halo tournament, and uh, Chunks will also be out there with you as well. And I'm going to try to swing back out. That's over at the Orlando Science Center. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 You know, this being in West Virginia, 
Can you see them using, like, I don't know, like Grand Theft Auto to teach, like, gun safety? <laughs> or maybe even, you know, just uh, just uh, racial relations, since it's being West Virginia and how backwards they are. This is what it's like. Um, I don't know. I couldn't see that. What are some of your old video games that you really dug, Dubs, when you think about it? Oh, Bubble Bobble. I guess they could teach, uh, teach uh, like, uh, about dinosaurs with that. I guess dinosaurs used to eat different letters to spell uh, to, to spell extend and give you uh, a few extra lives. <laughs> However, not in Kansas because dinosaurs didn't exist in Kansas. Mm-mm. They wouldn't be able to teach it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, a few of the heretics have stopped by after the happy hour. Good to see them. Uh, yes, uh, heretic Zeppelin. Could they use Frogger to teach traffic safety? I like that. They're gonna step right up to the plate. And this is the way you cross the street. <laughs> you, what'd you say, Heretic TL? What'd you say? Right on the mic. Yeah, I see it a lot in Orlando. You know how the pedestrians here are. Yeah, everyone always trying to cross back and forth. I'd love to learn like the solar system with uh, space invaders. I think that would work out well. I'd prefer to take the Galaga class. Uh, I'll teach their own. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, let's go to Link, Link and Ultima. What do you got, Bo? Hey, what's up, man? Yo. I love you guys. Um, this is a great topic. Um, the Deep Dance Revolution thing, actually, people have been doing it for a while. You see reports every now and then about people losing weight about that. I, I didn't... Um, another thing is, um, for Geography too, besides Rampage, what about the Carmen Sandiego series? Actually, we did have that in our in our uh, computer class. They did let us play Carmen Sandiego. Oh. They should have taught us t- uh, history with Oregon Trail. <laughs> Maybe they teach uh, the World War II stuff with Wolfenstein. <laughs> uh, in today's ROTC class, we're going to play Contra. <laughs> that's, that's what you're going to end up doing. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. So this is in West Virginia, huh, Dubs? This is in West Virginia. They, uh, they're they using DDR for their uh, phys ed class. Chris and Coco, what do you got, bro? So uh, they're, over in Japan, there's this company named Ubisoft. They made a game for girls where it actually teaches you how to pleasure yourself. Okay, this is maybe... The Japanese are so ahead of us in everything. Absolutely everything. Has anybody played that uh, Playboy game that they have out for PlayStation 2? It looked so lame, I never wanted to try it. Well, it seemed like uh, some kind of uh, like The Sims type thing. Yeah, that's basically what it is, Just but they're naked. So I guess they're... They're actually like, nude? Yeah. I mean, they get nude in it. And you can throw scalding hot water on them when you want. It's kind of oh, cool. Maybe they use Super Mario to teach chunks about his family tree. <laughs> It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe and J-Dub's hanging out here. If you don't know what you're doing this weekend, listen up. Hear ye, hear ye. This is Gibson's Guide to the Weekend. Open your ears and clear your Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend here in the hideout. I've actually learned some pretty important stuff from Gibbs' Guide. 
right, Gibbs, what can the people of Central Fo- uh, Florida look forward to this weekend for well, you? First and foremost, the hideout's going to be at the uh, 2006 Madden Tournament at the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl this Sunday from 12 to 3. Beautiful. And that is on Kirkman Road, the movie stop, right, on Kirkman mm-hmm. Road. Yes. What else is going down? Um, of course, open door tomorrow night from 10 to 11 p.m. And uh, Russ Rollins is going to be at Latitudes Friday. After the open door. Beautiful. Yes, after the open door. And uh, tune into SBK Live Saturday night if you can't make it to the Super Bowl of Motorsports because they're going to be broadcasting Drunky and Tuttle's stunt off. You know, I, I really wanted to try to get out there. And the tickets, they're, they're beyond sold out. Mm-hmm. There, there's now such a demand um, where people thought, oh, I'll just kind of wait till the last minute. Maybe I'll roll up there, get my tickets. Uh, the tickets no longer exist. Which brings me to my next event, the Super Bowl of Motorsports at the Citrus Bowl on Saturday. Of course, uh, tickets are 12 in advance and 15 at the gate. but uh, And probably 20 from a scalper. Or more. Or more, yeah. It could be much more. 70,000 people are going to be packed in there for the uh, Super Bowl of Motorsports. Wow. I'm upset I'm not going. Uh, Otronicon. I heard they going- wanted to try to jump your head. It would be impossible. <sighs> Electronicon is going to be going on tonight through Sunday at the Orlando Science Center, and uh, it ends at midnight every night. It's fourteen ninety five for adults and uh, nine ninety five for ages under twelve. And it's well worth it too. I went out there last Sunday to um, be the MC for the Gran Turismo Four uh, tournament, and really some skilled people out there. Halo Two tournament this weekend, and a few other tournaments that they got going on. I believe it's Otronicon. Dot org. Yeah. I'm, I'm over here looking at Gibbs right now, and I'm wondering who punched in the big head uh, mode code for uh, for Madden. Yeah. <laughs> and NFL Blitz. <laughs> it's so easy for you guys, isn't it? It's the Gibbs' guide of the weekend on Road Radio 104.1. All right, let's see. The WWE Super Show is not going to be during the weekend, but it's going to be on Monday, and uh, I had to include that because that's just going to be ridiculously awesome. Is that live on television too, or no? Uh, it's not live, but they're doing two tapings, so it's going to be uh, there's going to be two. Uh, oh, they are taping. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There's going to be two tapings. Uh, you know, John Cena, Batista, Triple H, Undertaker, Kurt Angle. Who's the big wrestler right now, Dubs, other than Angle? I think Cena, right? Is Cena, is he the main star right well, this now? This is how we can find out. Which one would you give Oral to first, uh, Gibbs? The WWE Divas. Not he's a good hit, answer. He's I, too quick for you. Yeah, right? he's got me. I hate he's, this. he's got me backed into a corner right now. Did Misfit Matt leave? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, I figured he'd know, if anybody. All right, what else is going on this weekend, Gibbs? All right, the Magic are playing the Sixers uh, Sunday at the TD Waterhouse at 6 p.m., and tickets range from $10 to $110. So you want to go support the Magic, of course. The Black Crows are going to be at Hard Rock Live Sunday. They haven't uh, they haven't put out a record since 2001, but they're still touring. And uh, they, I guess they do still do really, really well. Yeah, the prices of tickets are uh, $40 and uh, $65. Is what's-your-name going to be there, Kate Hudson? Uh, Isn't she dating the lead singer of the Black Crows? They're yeah. married. Married? They have a kid, too. Yeah. I hear they're in town listening right now, waiting for Luster Big Hands to say something about his penis. It won't right around the corner. It won't be long. His penis? All right. <laughs> uh, what else? It's peaking. What else is going on? Anything else going like on? Yeah, we got FX 2006. Uh, it's going on Friday through Sunday at the Central Florida Fairgrounds. It's pretty much just like a big uh, a collectible toy comic, you know, sci-fi convention. Um, 
couple people from Serenity are going to be there. One of the guys from the Devil's Rejects. Who? And, Which one? Uh, Sid Haig. It looks oh, like. no way. Yeah. Captain Spaulding. Yeah. Oh, man. He's going to be there. And uh, the Hurley from uh, Lost was supposed to be there, what? but he had to cancel. Oh. Hey, speaking of Captain Spaulding, Captain Spaulding, you're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. You're going to be at the FX thing this weekend? Nah. <laughs> What's going on, man? Well, there's good apples and bad apples. So true. Of course. You know what believing in God will do for you? What will it do for me? It'll get you over a mugging. <laughs> okay. I see your well, reason. Well, that's about it. Do you have anything else going no, on? No, that's call of the year. Thank you, uh, Captain. Oh, you mean you got to hang up on me? No, I want you. To, I want to see how long you can go before you get tired and hang up. Well, what's your hang up? I don't have one. What do you have? I got uh, it. Here, my hang up. Yeah. Well, my hang up is everybody has a hang up. Mm-hmm. That's quite a hang up. Well, hang, you know, hang, hang up. up the phone, it's not a hang up. Hang up. I'm not, I'm not going to feed into his hang up. All right, don't hang up. See, you don't have a hang up. No, I don't. Me either. Yeah. I do, if only I could reach it. Captain Spaulding. You know where Allah comes from? Where? Well, it's when you're in court, they say, all rise. Mm-hmm. And you know what the doctor makes you do? What? Stick out your tongue and say, ah. That's where Allah comes from? All ah. All <laughs> people go to the doctor and say, ah. Technically, well, that's true. convenient. Technically, it's true. Hey, Captain. You know why Arabs don't believe in God? Why? Well, they everybody in North Africa mm -hmm. oh, starts in North Africa as a Jew in Israel. <laughs> After about a hundred generations, you've wandered off so far in the desert, the last thing is God. Why? Well... All is the glass of water of the desert. Well, they were Jews. That's deep. They didn't want to maintain that, you know. They got sick of sitting in Jerusalem, mm -hmm. so they wandered Who across wouldn't? the Sahara. Yeah. Where did they go? Well, God, that's just the new guy in the desert. Mm-hmm. You've heard a new guy before, haven't you? No. Who's the new god? The new guy in the desert. Who's the new guy? DJ Qualls. Pardon? The new guy. Well, after you've been in the desert long enough. But the thing is, you know what about the desert? What's that? You there? Native American. Native Americans from the American Southwest Desert. Most of them, I think, believe in God. Interesting. Have you well, been to the desert on a horse right? with no name? All right. Can we move on, please? Yeah. What part <laughs> of the Sahara you want to move to? I'll give you some water. All right. Uh -huh. are, you the, are you our glass of water in the desert? Yeah, just walk around that hill and come back and i give it to you. All Thank right. you. Sounds Thank like you, Captain Spaulding. Mike, Mike in Orlando. Uh, uh. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't figured out these phones yet. Mike, what do you got? Hey, what's up, y'all? I just yep. got a quick question. 
Uh, if Matt Albert tries to hang himself, won't the won't the rope break and he'll go straight to hell? <laughs> that was okay, crazy. That's a repeat. <laughs> that was the At least be original. That's well, all I he asked. did make the original one. <laughs> what else is going on this weekend, Gibbs? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tony Hawk's Grand s- Jam Saturday and Sunday at the Universal uh, Universal Studios in Orlando. Rick Thorne's going to be there. Dennis McCoy, all those uh, extreme sports fellers. Oh, dudes I want to be with. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary. The Zordneil Street Festival of Arts will be going on Friday through Sunday at the East at East Kennedy Boulevard, and it's part of the Zordneil Hurston Festival. Tommy, oh, it looks like Mackenzie Phillips one day. In <laughs> and there's going to be a Garage Band Festival, Tommy, one Saturday at the Darden Theater at the Orlando Science Center. Unsigned local bands, 21st Floor, Hetfield, Addressing Adeline, Fish Pocket, and Underdog Trio will be there. And, and that- maybe one of my crap bands will be there. <laughs> Pop Culture Clash, will they be there? They will not be there. They kicked me out. They're much better now. Did they really kick you out of the band? No. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Because they kicked me out because... I tried to give one of them oral. Because he didn't look gay enough. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and the Garage Band Festival starts at 5, and it's fourteen ninety five for adults, Tommy, and nine ninety five for All ages right. under 12. Whatever. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All right, coming up next, I'm going to get back into the big chair and try to take the uh, reins back on. Why? Because We're fun. You failed. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. The Brian Pepper song. All right, 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Ladies first in the hideout, Becky in Orlando. What do you got, Becky? Oh, actually, I was just trying to find out when you, last night you guys had the um, things with um, the, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers guy. The, the, when the world's biggest cry or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I left my ass off. I left my ass off so hard. I was crying in my car, I want to tell you. And right, all hold, I was trying to find out was... Yes. How do I send this to my friends? Because nobody listens to real radio that I know of. And I think, like, you got to listen to it. It's awesome. And I always push my friends to listen to this radio. You know why? Maybe they don't want to li- uh, listen to a drunk moan on and on about the radio. <laughs> well, I'm not drunk. Seven. What are you talking about? I work 50, 60 hours a week, and I'm drunk. At a bar. <laughs> All right. What's wrong with being drunk? Uh, you. Huh? You're the main reason. You're what's wrong. Question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I just... I want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! I'll be... Thank Make you. Make it easy, man. <laughs> you guys, you're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Well, thank you. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what's funny? We should have, uh, it's still real to me, man. Should have been what was, uh, if it was a correct answer in the hideout wrestling theme show. Game. Yeah. And then I don't want to see this anymore. Would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, that would have been what was wrong. Yes, Lester Big Hands. I have to make a formal apology 
to somebody. Hi, uh, yesterday you called up in the middle of the show, uh, in the middle of uh, a different topic, yelling about hot Heather. Oh, I still hate that musty bitch. Okay. <laughs> well, Damn. Well, then what's the apology? Uh, I said some things about M- Matt Albert on, on my MySpace page that... Uh, I, that I was wrong about. All right, can I say this real fast? All right, so hold on. Let me see if I can pull up the message. I got a message from Jimmy Jam today <laughs> concerning Matt Albert. What did I do? Oh, hold on. You said I was black and old. Oh, <laughs> oh, that? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, well, that was that. But here's, here's the message that I got from Jimmy Jam. He goes on about something that happened on the show yesterday, and then he goes, here's the, here's the continuation. Uh, by the way, uh, hereticshideout.com if you want to be somebody. There is starting to be an uprising from the heretics against Matt Albert. Everyone is starting to say how Matt is talking over you and Dubs and that he is funnier on the phone than in the studio. All I know Aww. is he better step it up if he wants to win over the fans in Orlando. The show's on the roll, though. Congratulations, this, that, and the other. Why did Africa start playing as soon as I get brought up? <laughs> That is true. That's just irony. I guess more than anything else, it's irony. So I've gotten this from multiple people that we've, uh, it's been a great show so far and everything's been outstanding, but Matt Albert hasn't really lived up to the hype. Oh. Now, Matt, it. I'm a big Are fan. Are you going to cut my pay? I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours, Matt. And I think that people just need to get used to you being in studio first. Yeah. Does it hurt your feelings when you hear something like that? I though? really don't care. To be honest with you, listeners, uh, who cares? All right, you can't uh, have. If it's Mariner, I don't care. Uh, you can't have that. No atti- offense. You but... can't. You can't have that attitude when it's the oh, leader yeah, I mean, of the heretics. I, I love everyone, <laughs> and uh, lollipops and hugs. That's what I'm going to give out from now on. Uh, you can't sit here. So was that sarcasm? Yes, it was. <laughs> this isn't going to help you win people over, though. Well? I mean, is there, is there something that maybe you should do? Maybe, how about this? How about with the heretics we do with the Matt Albert? We do a hug it out, bitch. And everyone just does a real big, um, like, bear hug. You know? <sighs> and everybody just kind of cuddles. How about this? Matt Albert cuddle party. Yeah, everybody uh, spoons. Yeah, I love to be touched. I think you're gonna need to. Uh, I think you're gonna need to take it to the. Uh, get off me! Oh, <laughs> get off of me, Darky! Get off of me! Get off of me! Ray! All right, Lester. Touch the touch. Oh my Matt. god. All right, what was the bullet? Right, I got to find the bulletin. I guess Lester Big Hands. Put out now, Lester. What was your bulletin on MySpace about Matt Albert? Oh well, I just had to. I kind of retaliated from what he said about me about being black as oil, and you can't see me if I was an oil stick. I just I had to smile. You know what I'm saying? Tar baby or something like that. I, I didn't kinda, call you tar baby. Shut up, chicken baby. <laughs> what, what's that mean? <laughs> All right. So Do I have feathers. You eat chickens, baby. Uh, so you. All right, hold on. Big leap. Calm down. Everybody needs to calm down. Mm. I love how it's always black on black crime. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Mom and Deltona, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's happening, guys? What up, Mr. Mom? 
Not much, man. Hey, I've been listening to you guys since day one when you guys got down here in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, man, Matt Albert types some stuff in that you read off, and he's funnier than hell, so he's got my vote, man. I got to tell you, I love Matt Albert, and there's a reason we moved him down here, and I'm a real big fan of his. I just think, like with anything else, you're used to the show sounding one way, and then you hear a big, fat, gurgling uh, laugh every now and then, and... Like, I think what people aren't used to... Hilarity? The, no. The big sigh. <laughs> the big sighs. The big... <sighs> That's just him. He's in position in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't my chair move for me? <laughs> yes, uh, Zeppelin. Which, by the way, if Zeppelin couldn't look any um, crazier, he puts on the falling down glasses. The Lisa Loeb glasses like I, I love Weezer's first album. You guys Defense. are great. Yeah. <laughs> Real big fan. Uh, yes, uh, Zeppelin. Matt Albert is funny. He's funny in his, in his own sense, but the problem is is that he sounds like he always has a mouthful of wet gummy bears. I sound like dubs then. No, you sound like Why are you attacking me? Where did I come into this? Because you, like you sound like you have a sock in your mouth. Hey, All right, now what? I said sock. I said sock. Why would you sit here and attack yeah. Jack? You've heard him talk. I haven't been on your ass all night. You want me yes, to Yes, you have. Hello. That right. time in the car. All right, now this is. All right, now you see what's this happening. It's turning ugly. Now all of a like sudden. big hands. The, oh, where'd that come from? Right, Damn it. Now all of a sudden we're being ripped apart at the seams. Again, like uh, Matt's underwear. Yes, Zeppelin. Hey, does Matt penis still have that new car smell? Oh, because <laughs> it's never been used. <laughs> all weathery from him beating on it. That's good. That was all right. That was a blast. I'm trying to find uh, your bulletin, but I got so many friends. I'm like well over 9:25 now. Oh, hold on, let's go to uh, Scott and Rock Ledger in the hideout. What's up, Scott? Hey guys, I just wanted to say that I think Matt Albert's funny as hell. I think the fact that he kind of talks over you guys, it's really funny. It, it's like yeah, it's great for the radio. <laughs> That's what you want—a whole people, a whole bunch of people talking over. Donkey. All right, that nobody gets that. I don't care. Works for me. <laughs> See, and I think that's part yeah. of the. Get Cameron on the phone. I think that's part of the problem that he's so selfish. Elfish? Okay, now what? No. <laughs> yes. I'm uh, not wearing girls' pants. Yes, Zeppelin. <laughs> Zeppelin. I think that. I think the, that the heretics have not been able to bond with Matt Albert like y'all, like, like you guys have. I think what we sh what we should, which would bring bring us heretics and Matt Albert a lot closer together, we can gain each other's trust. Is Circle maybe, jerk. Uh, I'm maybe, always up for that. Maybe, 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 maybe go out and spend the night in the woods out in the middle of nowhere. I like that. I like going out to the ranch or the farm, Chick Fil A's ranch and farm. If you want to get close to him, just use his gravitational pull. <laughs> Those long, cold cattle drives, he could keep a few people warm. I like that. You just circle him like he's a. He does deserve to have a couple of moons. He has his own constellation. You okay, Matt? I'm good. Hmm. Actually, no. Not according to the people. <laughs> Smearing off ice, man, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? Dude, I just want to say I'm a Matt Albert fan. I got him on MySpace. He cracks me up. But maybe we should start a pool to see when he's going to first get in a wreck in Orlando. All right, now that is a good idea because that's the one thing that would be fun 
is just to see Matt Albert wrapped around a, a telephone pole on the topaz. I did pretty good today. The telephone pole would wrap around him. <laughs> Dubs, how did he do driving out to Patty McGee's? Surprisingly good. See, what I tell you, you piece of lard, you had to get better. You had to practice driving. Yeah, man. Thanks. Yeah, you happy now? Of Thanks. course. Of course. Still not going to play catch with you. <laughs> Carlton and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, Carlton? What's up, guys? I think the fact that he like talks over you guys is more like a subliminal thing. I, he adds something to it subliminally. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. All right, I, now all I'm seeing are the Lester Big Hands posts about Hot Heather and something about cream... And an ass. So I don't know what's going on there. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. Are we late? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought we had to go all the way to the bottom of the hour. I was just going to break early. I uh, will take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Live on a Thursday night. We're going to be somebody in this last half hour. The funniest night show in America. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. What is this, Kobe and Maitland? Hey, what's up, man? What up, dude? Hey, I just wanted to find out if you guys got anything going on Wednesday nights. Uh, Wednesday nights at the moment are open. Why? Uh, just that's the only night I got off, man, and I just kind of like to hang out, meet you guys, see what you're all about, man. Tell you what, Kobe, uh, why don't you come up during the 10 o'clock hour next uh, Wednesday night? Just come out and see what we do. Meet us. And just come All up right, and hang that'd, out. That'd be cool. I, I uh, bring you some food, actually. I bought some yesterday. I'll bring, I'll bring you some more food. All right, babe, beautiful. Well, then we'll see you next Wednesday, man. Come on up and All hang right. out. All right, later, man. All right, brother. Come meet me. I'll shake your hand, maybe a few hugs, a few laughs. Everybody with laughs. True. Hmm. See, the great thing before was I could sense her out. Whatever wasn't funny with Matt. Now it's just all getting out there. Yeah. All diluted. All the garbage. Uh, Ronan, you're in the hideout and we're ready. What's up, Ronan? Hi. What you got? I, I just want to say I really enjoy your show, but whoever interviews the phone calls sucks. I mean, they are asses. Let me just tell you that. That's I, all I wanted to say. All Thank right. you. All right. Bye. All right, <laughs> Becky. Thank you. Gibbs glowing reviews. What what did she? I couldn't hear what she said. What did she say? It was that Becky. She said it to you on the phone before you screened it. Nah, she she sounded all I don't like every other like hey Dubs caller that's called tonight. Uh, real fast. Mm -hmm. Did you see the Iran will put Israel in an eternal coma? That's nice. That's a nice movie line for you. Were Israel to attack Iran's nuclear facilities, Iran would respond so strongly it would put the Jewish state into, quote, an eternal coma like Prime Minister Ariel Sharon, <laughs> the Iranian defense minister said on Wednesday. What's with the uh, the uh, one-liners that every political person's throwing out right now? I guess, I mean, sound bites. Life, I mean, life is about sound, sound bites when it comes down to it. Especially Everybody's taking the Schwarzenegger approach. Yeah, you're right. They are kind of running a whole gimmick about, you know. Yeah, Israel should come back and say, no one puts Israel in the corner. Do a whole uh, dirty dancing thing with them. So what, just go back and forth? With, yeah. 
If they're going to start doing taglines, they might as well use, uh, you know, good ones. Uh, is this about Gibbs or Matt Albert? I'm not reading. I think it's more about Gibbs. What is it? Because uh, otherwise it's racist. Read it. Anybody ever tell him he looks like a struck match? Oh, that's yeah, black. It is? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably for uh, Lester. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. Why? Because he's really black? Really black. Midnight black. All right. Uh, Cold black. Like this leather black. All right. Dub so. Do you feel like we got to do something as far as the world is concerned to unite us? Because. I think we need to find our own taglines. Like what? I'm not sure. You know, maybe there's a nuke in your country. What do you do? What do you do? Um, hold on a sec. Triple H and Avito, you're in the hideout. We got Triple H. Hey guys, how you doing? What's hey, up? Bro. Um, last night I called in and you guys were acting a little, a little obnoxious. You got to admit. No, I, hey, I completely agree. Ah! It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen tonight, please. <laughs> well, I was trying to let you guys know. I didn't even see last night's episode. I still haven't seen it. Uh, about Lost. Yeah. Well, but, good. But there's a flaw in the plot line. Well, yeah, my, my, I have to give credit where credit is due. My wife actually figured this out. If you remember, you know, there's the, the people from the tail section, the people from the front of the plane, they were split mm-hmm. up. And there's the interracial couple, the yeah. older couple. The lady, black lady, was sitting next to Jack, mm-hmm. and he asked her, you know, he tells her it's going to be okay or something, and, and she says, yeah, I'll be all right as soon as my husband gets back from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That was in the first episode. Yeah. When we finally catch up to the people in the tail section, the husband is found buckled into his car seat, stuck in a tree. You know uh, what? You are right. Yeah. But there was turbulence, though, so he may have just found the first available seat and buckled in. True. He was on the aisle. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but that is a... Uh, they never explained that. You're right. Well, maybe it's something big. No, because they tell you when something happens, to buckle in the first seat that's open. They never say that. Yeah, they what do. If, if you're in the bathroom? No, if you're standing around, you hit turbulence. Don't just go wandering back to the front of the, the Whatever, airplane. Tommy. Thank you, Triple H. I think you're you figured welcome. it out. No flaw at all. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Of a part of your body. Like, literally, it's anarchy. And your body is rebelling against what it normally does. And there's not, I mean, yeah, you could stretch it out and you can do a couple of, you know, exercises to try to make yourself better. But for a little while there, you've lost complete control. Is that your biggest fear right there, is uh, losing control of something you normally have control over? Well, no, here's the problem, though. I'm thinking, all right, this happened to me and I cramped up. But isn't that what a heart attack is, where your heart cramps up, essentially? Well, for the most part. I mean, it, uh, the muscle doesn't uh, do what it used to. It spasms, and uh, then it'll you know, kind of stop. It's not really a cramp. It's not a lack of water or anything. But for the most part, yeah, it just seizes up. And then you're going to think, all right, there's nothing you can do, other than maybe if you have some aspirin there. I don't know. I think that's just a short-term thing to get you to the hospital. I mean, that won't really fix you. Right. And it's just so weird how, like, fragile the human body is. And I'm under this theory, too, about, like, all the caffeine and everything that everybody's taking in, just, it maybe that's, like, where all the cancers and stuff come from. I don't think it comes from the caffeine. How do you know, though? Everybody drinks caffeine. Everybody intakes some sort of caffeine. 
And there's so much cancer out there. There's so because we're putting so much stuff into our bodies. That, I can see like uh, heart disease and like uh, people who have heart attacks is from a long line of uh, of caffeine products, but I don't think actual cancer is from it. I don't know. I think somebody should look into it. Hey, real fast, CJ. Hey. Hey, what's up, sweetie? Hair chick CJ. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm up here at Savannah's right now. All right. Now let me ask you, sweetie. You uh you have an extra ticket to the Super Bowl of Motorsports, right? Because you and Jake the mechanic broke up. This is Jake the mechanic. Yeah, well, he he wanted to go, but he's not sure if he can make it because he has to do uh, a fishing tournament. All right, now th- this is one of the hot. This is the hottest ticket in town right now. <laughs> Tomorrow, when you're in here uh, for the open door, do you want to do a win a date with CJ? Sure, if you want. This to is do Jake that, the mechanic, heretic. <laughs> All right, so how about with you then, coming up tomorrow, you're going to be in uh, for the open door, right? Yeah, I'll be there. All right, do you want to do a dating game where we get three guys who want to go to the Super Bowl of Motorsports and they can uh, do a getting, dating game with you tomorrow? CJ, I have, a, I have an idea. I'm up for that. I have an idea for one of them. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003. Right. for free. <laughs> listen to El Jefe and J-Dubs on the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, CJ, well, we'll work it out tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, sweetie. All right, All right, now let me ask you real fast though, what kind of guy are you looking for? This is Jake the Mechanic. Here. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, oh, boy. Uh, I'm not going to be creeped out with and will actually enjoy watching that show because I get very into it and I don't like people to be sitting there trying to talk to me, you know, This is Jake the Mechanic. Here. And cars and crap. All right, well, someone who will shut up and not be creepy. All right. This is Jake yeah, the Mechanic. Shut up and not be creepy. There you go. All right, CJ, we'll see you tomorrow, sweetie. <laughs> All right, later. This is Jake the Mechanic. Okay. <laughs> Vinny on I-4, you're in the hideout. What's up, Vinny? Hey, how are you? How you guys doing, fellas? All right, brother. Hey, you know, the whole thing you were just saying about cancer, I, I had this book, and it was, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian, but the book was uh, What Would Jesus Eat, it was called, and it just talks about going back to a, a biblical diet. I mean, staying away from the white foods like the the bleach flour, eat? the bleach sugar, staying away from caffeine. Here's what's so, fun- Here's what's so funny, Very Vinny. <laughs> First of all, it's awesome that you're a Christian. You're still able to listen to the show. That's sweet. Thank you. Secondly, my uncle gave me a videotape that I think is, it's a, it's a female, and basically it was the same premise. Yeah, uh, well, the same bleach that they put into our laundry is the same bleach they used to, you know, whiten the flour because it's not pleasing to look at a wheat flour. People don't see that as something pleasing to put in their body. No, but we've gone we've gone back to whole wheat pastas, whole wheat breads, and we're staying away from those white foods. It's, it's just not good. I don't like white foods either. I don't like what the whites eat. Now, Vinny is. Fo- <laughs> I'm completely with you though. My I uncle, don't know what we eat. my uncle gave me this videotape. Hot roast, hamburgers, flour, right, everything probably, white. Um, and it's the exact same thing of what you need to do is go back to. I guess it's organic foods, exactly. stuff that hasn't been processed, stuff yeah. that doesn't have all the chemicals. And it just kind of being a lot more uh, with nature, you know, yeah. kind of the way the Native Americans believed before uh, the Christians came along and killed them off. Um, hey. <laughs> thank you, Vinny. Appreciate you guys it. Have a good night. God bless. Uh, all right, you too. I hope he does. I've been asking for a long time. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Before we do Heard It First, Dubs, mm-hmm. we were talking to Zeppelin during the break about his problems, and he... Right, what's your blood pressure, Zeppelin? First of all, give me. Well, what are you uh, like six two? Maybe like a buck eighty, if that. 
Buck sixty probably. Buck sixty five when I'm wet. All right, but you're six two. Mm-hmm. Are you but, now? Hmm? Uh, don't, all right, come on. So you're six two, buck sixty five. You're in the Marines. You served over in the Gulf War, right? Mm-hmm. Or the second one. Um. And you uh, you were talking about your blood pressure. What's your blood pressure? My blood pressure when I watch my salt, my salt intake, and my cigarettes, and I gotta pay attention to all that. I can usually get it down to about 150 over 80. And usually, if I get worked up or if I've been eating a lot of salt, I've, I can register 170 over 90. Now, is that bad? That's that's pretty bad. That's that's like a, a 45 year old. That's like it's like what Matt would have in about another 30 years. It's, now, how old are you now? I'm 24. I say 24. Now, you said something there in the break. Do you want to expand on it? What do you think? You said you have a theory. As far as uh, what what's not what does not exist over there? Or? Yeah. Okay. Well, so I had a normal blood pressure. I'd usually average out at about 140 over 60, and mm-hmm. my heart rate was. The average heart rate for a resting person is usually anywhere from 50 to 70 beats per minute. My resting heart rate is 39 beats per minute. And mixed with that high blood pressure, if in an emergency, I'm a medic and firefighter, in an emergency situation, when you see someone's heart rate drop and their blood pressure go up, it means they're fix, fixing to go into a heart attack or some kind of stroke. And um, I was, Not, I was absolutely you- fine before I went to the Middle East, and I came back from the Middle East and as I can lay in bed and I can watch my chest jump with each beat of my heart. All right, so you think it's something that happened to you overseas? I know it's something. I've seen it. What do you think it is? Um, well, Why do you not want to talk about it? I can, I can talk about certain parts of it. There was probably about halfway through my tour during the original part of the ground combat. We were outside of an air base where there was also large chemical um, research facilities and lot, large amounts of aircraft munitions. We were shooting off our grenade launchers doing some test firings because we just had a sandstorm roll through, and you get all the sand and stuff that came through there, and it mucks up your stuff. And we were we were shooting them off, and every time we'd always bring our chemical detectors out there, and it'll red line, and it'll read out whether you have, like, nerve gas or a choking agent or a blood agent. And we had our all of our detectors upwind, downwind, behind us and in front of us, they all redline for blood agents and choking agents, which are they pretty much they affect your lungs and they affect your blood and they affect your heart. So you think that's what ended up happening? Now you, the the government says that didn't happen, though, right? No, the the government says they can't find anything. Well, like like have you heard anything in the news about us being able to find anything? No, I've seen it. I've seen mountains of chemicals with skulls and crossbones and laboratories and all this other fun stuff. And I'll probably have a bullet bullet in my head. <laughs> There's going to be a sniper team waiting outside the radio station for me. Right, does but, this also, is there a paranoia agent they put in there? <laughs> prob- no, that's that's just the um, the therapeutic marijuana that I've <laughs> indulged in afterwards. But, All right, now, is there any chance that the high blood pressure could be from the anal with a machine handle in the military? No, because I did that before before the war. <laughs> okay, uh, that, was, that was pre-war fun. That was yeah. something you did with a gear shift. Yeah, that's for well, cigarettes, right? And forty dollars. Okay, uh, let's not leave out the forty dollars. So that just makes you a whore. Um, not, not even gay. Not, not, <laughs> not even somebody who just really wanted to smoke. I was young and experimental. Uh, I guess those would have been your college days. <laughs> exactly. All right, Dubs, let's do it herder first in the hideout. I wanted I, I just wanted to get that out there and see if there are any other people. Maybe there's some, you know, we have a lot of servicemen who listen and wondering if, you know, 
That way, if they hear it coming from somebody else, maybe they feel like they're not alone. Uh, Dove's FDA has approved a Pfizer drug for two cancers. Ooh. I guess uh, Pfizer. Um, oh, here's, here, this is good, though. It'll cost about $37,700 a year. Well, I mean, if you have insurance, you might be able to cover that. normal person couldn't cover that at cost. Or someone without, right. Mm-hmm. Columbia breaks Al-Qaeda-linked passport ring. Columbia has dismantled a false passport ring with links to Al-Qaeda and Hamas. Oh, nice. Now we're getting the Hamas militant. All right, so now the Hamas thing is coming through. All I love that Peters. That's Hummus. Mm. 32 simultaneous raids in five cities. Budget deficit estimated to reach $337 billion this year. We're doing good. I think we're going in the right direction. And we really need to push hard for the tax cuts. It, it, what's going on right now? I look at this as like the lotto jackpot. The higher it gets, the happier I am. No, but you're not winning $337 billion. Someone is, and it makes me happy. The foreign governments, I guess, who own America now. Iran feeling the heat on the nuclear issue. Oh, it's just back and forth. We Rice didn't... is uh, showing hers on it. All right, so we didn't finish Afghanistan. We're not done with Iraq. And now all of a sudden we got to take on... Uh, 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 or we didn't finish Iraq. Now all of a sudden it's Iran next. And it just never stops. Here's the other big thing I know we'll be talking about tomorrow on the Shannon Burke Show. And that's the father and the teacher and the lying daughter. And the father knocking out the teacher because the daughter accused the teacher of uh, some kid touching. Turns out she lied because she was mad that the teacher got to put her in detention. Ooh, boy. Yeah, that's a mess right there. I know- how, how bad does the father feel right now? I don't know. He may, Hopefully they can get him back on the Burke Show, because they talked to him on the Burke Show today. And I'm hoping they're able to do the end. Because his whole thing on the Burke Show was, I know for a fact my daughters don't lie. When I at, when, Everybody thinks that, but you got to well, look he, at it. Uh, you know. here, here was his reasoning. Oh, I asked him if they smoked weed, and they said yes. <laughs> I asked her if she was pregnant, and she said yes. Well, he already got a winner there, so congrats. I heard a rumor from a caller that a soul brother called that one, that the little chick was lying the whole time. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I know the soul brother is very suspicious. He has the foresight. Foreskin. A lot of it. Nice. A whole lot. I saw the pic. You saw the picture too? Mm-hmm. Who hasn't? Black Mumba. Of Matt Who's wrapped around her tree. <laughs> <laughs> swelling with deer hole. Uh, all right. I'm wiped out, man. Yeah. How was Patty McGee's, Dub? Patty McGee's was a blast. Tommy, you're going to have a blast out there next week. Is it Tommy's turn? It's Tommy's turn. Am I driving again? Yes. Yes, Gibbs. You think we're all in danger now because Zeppelin told us that? No, because, I mean... You are, since you're wearing the same glasses as him. Yeah, it could be you. And they might just take the easy shot, because the head's so big. (laughs) Thanks, Zeppelin. Imagine how fun it would be, though, to shoot that head, and just watch all of it explode. No, it would only come off in pieces. (laughs) Right now, you'd have to shoot it multiple times. Alright, there's his first stunt. That's how you can earn the respect of the heretics. Gun range. Firing squad. 
Do you think? Hey, is it okay? Is, would it be okay to do a firing squad with his head in the back, the back of his head, and a uh, paintball gun? I think so. I couldn't kill him, could it? Nah. That the anniversary of Kennedy's assassination. All right. That's nice. the, no. Why do that? Do it off the top of the building. See if you have get him. Uh, have him sitting there driving. Yeah, season. I'll drive him. Tommy, you're gonna be drunk next uh, week when you do the Patty McGee's. I'm drunk right now. You're so together when you're drunk. That's amazing. I know. Me too. I hide it well. Dubs, you were so. You were um, you were that friend that you gotta like kind of you gather together. Yeah. That was I you. wasn't that bad. On the phone, you were. Hmm. Thank God I didn't have to pick you off the floor either. You don't know what went on. Oh, great. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, wake up with our buddies, the monsters in the morning. Hold on, here's the guy. Guy. What's up, dude? What's going on? Hey, man, I wanted to talk to Zeppelin, man. I think I went to high school with this guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Zeppelin, they're coming out of the woodwork. Uh, this is from the... Uh, in the service, if you know what I mean. What's your name? Alright, he already hung up. And he said he's waiting downstairs. Okay, I'm armed. God. Do you drive a stick shift? That's what you're <laughs> I it, did. It needs some loving. <laughs> Only with his ass. Only with his ass. That's how he drives it. Wake up with our buddies, the monsters in the morning. Shannon Bergman. He farts the shift. <laughs> Does the Beyonce bounce. Uh, monsters in the morning, Shannon Bergman. Midday's films fall in the afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listening to the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Be somebody and always talk good. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Question authority and stay classy, Central Florida. We out, bitch. Five. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003. Sell 14 nuts for free. You listen to El Jefe and Jay Dutton. This is Jake the Mechanic. 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 This is Jake the Mechanic here. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him.